Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. to be here. Yes, you are. Super excited. So cool. Excitement. So hot right now. On this uh, thick fog Wednesday. That's yeah. right. Thick. It looks like Ghostbusters outside. It's crazy. So Dude, thick. it really does. The, the building next door has like this penthouse kind of thing ab- above it uh, lit up. And the yeah. way the fog and the rain was coming off of it, it looked like Gotham City. It was straight oh, out really? of a Batman flick. Yeah, Gotham it was cool. City. I don't know. I was having problems. Uh, I mean, seeing on 109 this morning on Wild Horse, it was... Oh, yeah? It was put the fog lights on, look for the lines. Mm-hmm. Like that that style. Yeah. I got behind a truck and uh you know, all the all the precipitation was on my windshield. It was it was wild. Mm, all that thick precipitation, precipitation huh? <laughs> all over your windshield. It was so thick. Community juices. Uh, let me see here. Uh, meteorologist Matt Chambers says overnight rains move out, watch for fog to get thicker. You know, every- the combo of wet payment and poor visibility could impact travel. Keep your headlights on, low beams, not brights, and allow for extra braking distance. Learn. I can't with no, this. Right, no, hey guys, can't what, you can't this. with the precipitation? I know. No, it's I can't cr- with this. It's crazy. Learn is wearing a mustache. <laughs> you okay, man? Okay. You can't, you can't even see it. <laughs> it it makes good. your lip disappear. No, I can't see it. because I-, I can't. I can't deal with this. <laughs> Not being no, able to see your lip. Everything's cool. Dude, hey, people. What do you mean everything's are, cool? Everything's cool. People want this to be an all male show again, dude. So I am I'm wearing a mustache today. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> 
<laughs> HR said we're not supposed to talk about it. Uh, they, apparently, so she's on some sort of hormones don't, for her don't, 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 or whatever. Don't I'm it still up. a woman. I thought but you were growing out your pit hair. <laughs> that is her pit hair. Lip she hair. picked Very it up off the woman, bathroom floor. That is her pit hair. You know, she just glued it on her transplant. Yeah. Here's what I'm trying to do, dude. What you know, we've had some, we've had some trolls in, in the chat, which is cool. And yesterday, you no, know, it's not cool. yesterday Jason, I'm just gonna call him out. Was like, I miss this beer all dude show. So I'm doing this for Jason today. <laughs> all that Jason Buttholes guy. Yeah, Jason Buttholes. I miss this being an all dude show. I, hey, I miss talking about chicks without chick in the room. That's what Jason sounded like. <laughs> is that what he said? I miss talking about chicks yeah. without it. I just think he's in the room. I'm just upset, excited. Derek so. Smalls is now on our show. I, dude, Yanni is here, okay? And Yanni's going to make <laughs> all your Yanni troubles mustache. go away. You're right, like the guy from out. the Liberty Mutual commercials. <clears throat> you oh, you're right. Pan flute. That's what the. Uh, hey, and I'm here to talk about all sorts of dude stuff. All right, so what whatever Liberty. you want to talk about right now is time. <laughs> the mustache comes with an accent? Yeah, I'm yeah. Bradley Cooper in a star is You know what? It, it's the mustache from. Uh, what are the guy from Napoleon Dynamite, the karate guy? Oh, yeah, Uncle uh, Tito uh, Uncle or whatever. Rico. No, Uncle, not Uncle Rico. Oh, Rex. 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 Rex Kondo. With his uh, American flag pants? Yes, that's what I have on. That was it's my uh, <clears throat> Sam Elliott mustache from uh, a commercial shoot yesterday. Say barbecue sauce in your deepest voice right now. Hey, barbecue sauce. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Man, I have some conflicting emotions right Hi. now. Hi. Barbecue sauce. What? Is this going to be an all-show thing? I don't know. Barbecue what do you want? Show. Hey, what do you want, Jason? It's a first hey, hour thing. You it's tell a first me. hour thing. We have a lot of stuff to cover. We got a lot of oh, ground to cover. Oh, we're going to cover it all. That's it. We, so, guess we got to move don't on. Worry about it. We got a lot of ground to guess cover. We got to move on then. So, for some <laughs> reason, with that mustache, you can't speak without your eyebrows going yeah. up. I know, dude. This, <coughs> hey, going, Greg Colvin's in the like, house. He's back from the dead right now. My dad's back from the dead. This is what he looks like. Hey, Dad. See you Greg, it's nice to meet you. Your dad had a uh, mustache like that. Oh, dude. That? My dad had no shirt on and a big mustache. That's with the accent now, too. Well, I say fully commit. You know? Hey, you're doing good. Hey, you wanted it, you're going to get it. Here it is. <laughs> uh, Terry says your teeth look bigger with the mustache. Yeah, I got big old teeth. You're going to get it. you go get it. I got big old veneers, it's too. Teeth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it just makes I your lip disappear. You're you lipless. Get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning to kill Is this Mester. Big Terry? Did we finally get Big Terry <laughs> out of you? You want it, you're going to get it. That's it. You want Big Terry? Uh, yeah. I'm working at McDonald's. Mark in the chat said, I can't watch. I'm turning it on. No, you got to watch it. Hey, you got to watch it. You wanted it, you got it. I don't know with that mustache on, you've transformed. <laughs> I know. I'm a transformer. Like your whole like persona has changed. Yeah. I'm Optimus Prime. <laughs> you okay? Okay, you got to pull God. it together a little right, bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, let's do a show. Get I'm in the character. Get in the character. You put a mustache on a chick. Things Can I change. Drink Take a drink. The adhesive I put on your lip may never come off. I oh, I'm going to wax that my actual stash. Yeah, All right. Yep. I just need to bring in my hat. And you'll match. Hey, we're Yellowstone, dude. Hey, what's in oh, the news? Sweet. Let's get to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm bringing I would love road. to see you go home and with that on. And give Tim a mustache ride? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, I would. Give a mustache ride. Oh. <laughs> baby. <laughs> hey, baby, Tim. Hey, babe. Mustache rides are free today. <laughs> Daddy's coming home. Yeah, is Tim currently clean-shaven? Daddy's home. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, he's not. Right. He's, got the, he's got the beard, right? Let's rub these caterpillars together and see if uh, anything happens. See if a fire gets Tim started. Has the most gorgeous facial hair on a man. But he, but he'll he'll fully shave though too. He will, and I don't. He knows this. Like I don't prefer it. Like I like him a beard. I like a bearded lumberjack when I get home. You know? Really? Oh yeah. My yeah. wife. She does not like man. what's going on here. Oh really? Oh, not yeah. a fan. No. You have a great beard, Riz. She's not a fan. 
She likes you clean shaven. I think kind of like a stubbly thing. Yeah, my she wife likes like the stubble. Grizzly. Yeah, she don't like this. I'm I jealous. Like it. it looks nice. I can't grow a good beard. Food stuck in your beard. You got a great Gross. face though. You got sharp features. So show show them. You know. I mean, I don't know what would happen if you can't okay. grow a beard. That's your problem. Nah, it's all patchy and it doesn't look good. Mm. I look like a. I, I yeah. I, it just doesn't look good. I, I get like chin and lip hair is all right. Little wiry, and then the then all the all the patches on the sides just look like it looks like I had radiation. It looks like I had like a Chernobyl beard. Oh or something. my gosh, oh, Chernobyl! Patchy. Good look, real patchy. Well, uh, who here went to SIUE? Me. Graduate? I did. Graduate? Huh? Graduate, brother. What'd Double grad. Well, I got a mass com bachelor's, and I got a. Uh, a public administration master's degree from there. I doubled down hmm. in SIU education. No uh, a, chemistry. And a mountain right? of student loan debt. Chemistry. You take chemistry? Mm. <laughs> Only in the quad, you know what I'm saying? Uh, headline. <laughs> chemistry grad student busted for making meth on campus. That's right. Uh, nice. We knew it was going to happen. You educate them and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I hope he got mess. an A. This country's a damn mess. Out of Edwardsville, Illinois, a former chemistry graduate student at SIUE who was once lauded for his college work, now faces charges of operating a meth lab on campus. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dude, remember when uh, when when you were watching Breaking Bad and you came in once and you go, hey, man, I get the draw. Yeah. I understand. I now feel like I could do this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I watched too much of Breaking Bad. Right. If you binge I, Breaking Bad, at some point you'll go, you consider, wait a second, could I do this? Right. I I if I binged, I binged be Breaking Bad. I, I was, uh, it was over a weekend. I was by myself. My the wife, whole thing? That's how we uh, did it. I did like three seasons. Wow. <laughs> so you're dreaming it. Three seasons in a weekend. And uh, and how many episodes a season? I don't know. Ten episodes a, lot, a season, yeah. each an hour long. Yeah, probably a like, few more than that. I watched mm-hmm. all, and it was like the meat yeah, dude. of Breaking Bad. You came in thinking, dreaming Breaking Bad. And I was like, this is probably something I could do. <laughs> yeah, you could get a camper and do it. Like, uh, this yeah. is probably something. And this is when things were, these were the seasons where things were kind of going all right for yeah, Walter. Yeah, hey, things yeah. are looking up. Things Life were all right. I mean, yeah, sure, there's a lot of pressure and, you know, people got murdered and. Yeah. It happens at any job. But things were going all right. He was making stacks of cash. Yeah. I and I'm like, just, I could do this. I could see a young Riz being like a young Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> yeah, I think he also saw himself We in all that had character. friends who sold weed. Oh, yeah. We all had friends. friends who sold weed, right? Some of us still do. Some of us still do. Have the friends. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. To me, it was like, man, this uh, too much heat. Yeah, yeah. And just another thing to worry about. Dude, we're in season five of Better Call Saul, and it's like, I, I don't want to give anything away. I know it's been a minute, but uh, it's starting to kind of come back to that zone, and you're just like, oh, man. Man, those feelings again about like, I mean, this is real life, and Riz could do this. You got the guy from Succession too. That's like the the chemist, just like this guy. Yeah, who's in in a lab and goes, well, I could do this better than the than the uh, dealers around us right now, the cookers around us right now. So I'll just do it. I had I had two friends in high school that sold weed. One guy got a little too big for his britches and mm-hmm. wound up getting busted. That's how it always goes. Like wind up getting like time, like mm-hmm. serve some time. Uh you want it, you get it. White suburban kid, he ain't got no time. <laughs> no, he got no time. <laughs> no, no, he got he got he got in big trouble. Did he go to <clears throat> juvie? He went to. That was no, always the big guy, threat. They caught him as an adult. Oh, 
Well, Ooh, that's, that's be weird if you went good. to juvie. Then. Yeah, he did, he did some time. I mean, it was it was, went from weed to you know other you know pills and yeah, it sucks. And, you know other stuff more harsher, Dang. harsher things. What happened yeah. to him since? Uh, put that life behind him. Got married. I think he's, I think he lives in San Francisco now. I think he's all right. Right on. All right. Uh, got another buddy who this was in San Francisco with two other guys raising his daughters. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ghost two men and in a baby window. was based on that guy's life. Tom Selleck. Uh, another guy was busted with uh, 50 pounds of pot in his car. Wow, party! Golly. friend of yours. 50 pounds. 50 pounds. 50 <clears throat> pounds. He was just transporting it. Oh. From yeah. one dealer to another. Uh, that's no wine. Yeah. That's not mine. Uh, that's, that's weird. Still that, my fifty pounds. I you get this? He was a New York City high school teacher. High school teacher. Wow. Okay. Um, and during his time, they never fired him. They have something in New York City called the Rubber Room, where teachers who are going through whatever legal things, uh-huh. they go there, and they just sit in a classroom. Until whatever charges or what? whatever the rubber you, room? Look that up. The New York City Public School District Rubber Room. He sat in this room and went like went to work nine to five for three years. Reassignment center. Wow. Idled. Here's here's the headline. Idled New York City educators do nothing but sign in remotely, even from Europe. He had to go. In the rubber room. In the rubber room. So he was a special ed teacher in New York City. Just got mixed up with the wrong people. Right. Suspended staffers, while fully paid, are required to do nothing but sign in and out by email and stay in the New York City area. Uh, Most comply with the rule. Uh, Maybe this was during COVID when when you couldn't go anywhere. He had to go in. Like he had to go sign and literally sit there for eight hours. This is in 2023. You can sign in at 8 a.m., roll over, go back to sleep. And get fully paid. Mm-hmm. And get fully paid. Sounds so nice. while while the fifty pounds of pot thing was going through the court system, mm-hmm. he got he he was paid in the rubber paid, room. He went to the rubber room. Hmm. Not you know whatever it was, eight to three or whatever it is. Which that kind of sounds like Big Terry's favorite movie, the rubber room. Hey, mm-hmm. I was gonna say like the OnlyFans teacher. If they would have sent her to the rubber room, it yeah. would have been a big different story. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Yeah. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I and he wound up uh <laughs> I think pleading out. Pleading out and uh wound up getting it, you know, got, got out of the rubber room and is now back to teaching. Dude, so I mean there are hundreds of them. Um, wow. so any teacher accused of misconduct or incompetence can do nothing but read, nap, knit, do whatever. Uh one Queens teacher ran a lucrative real estate business on the side for a number of years while in the rubber room. Yeah. Wow. 1,500 the people they can house in the rubber room. The rubber room. Yeah. Now, I do wow. understand having some sort of, like, thing to make sure, you know, t- to make sure that somebody isn't losing a job over something You get some innocent. due process. Yeah, right, right, right. Do, yeah, due process. But for something going on for a year. Dude, three years. Three years he went there. Three years. You're kidding. No. Th- while, while the pot charge was going through the system, he, he would just, he was getting paid. Right. Full vacation, everything. What year was this? Uh, like 90s? No, this was... Th- like recently? Uh, within the past 10 years. Okay. Crazy. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Not and a crazy then, idea in in theory. 
And then when put into practice, clearly it's like, you know, taken advantage of. And Oh, yeah. It took three years to go through the whole thing, and he wound up pleading out and basically another slap on the wrist. Oh, there's a film in 2020. Did you guys mention this? The Rubber Room film? Yeah, there's a documentary film about the reassignment centers oh, run by right. New York City Department of Education where the filmmakers claim... Uh, let's see. I mean, yeah, it just talks about the facilities, the temporary holding facilities for teachers accused of various kinds of misconduct while, while awaiting official hearings. Yeah. Again, like it's I, it's a real thing. I get that. And it, and it makes sense. Well, this here was a student at SIUE. Mm-hmm. So Madison County court records say, and this is from Fox two say an SIUE professor noticed something suspicious in the science West building this past Thanksgiving break. Spectrometer testing revealed alleged byproducts of meth making. Mm. Campus police, they were on it. We need every campus police officer on this. Swarm. The SIUE police chief said uh, this was somewhat of a routine call when it originally came, but a lot of our staff teamed up, did a lot of background, and we were were really able to get to the point where there was an arrest (laughs) made in the end. So really a team approach. So a probable cause statement says SIUE police confirmed that the only person to make electronic access to the Science West building between November 22nd and November 27th and had a key to room 3000 besides the reporting professor was a guy named Jeremy Smalling. Smalling, 45 years old, was a graduate research assistant at the time. He was listed as winning the 2018 award for physical chemistry at the university. A smart dude. Hmm. SIUE police checked the uh, National Precursor Log Exchange. That's a database that tracks people who buy pseudoephedrine. So basically pseudoephedrine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all locked up. Now it's locked up. Man, I remember when that first started. Oh, people outraged. Like, I need to show an ID to get pseudoephedrine. <laughs> that's how the moms sound. I got sounded. allergies. Yeah, right. it's all moms. I remember going to a Walgreens uh, and somebody waiting outside and going, hey, man, can you... Uh, they're like scratching. Can you buy me some, uh, some Sudafed to give you cash? And get the hell out of get here. Get out of here. It's a Walgreens. <laughs> Have some respect. Get the hell out of here. Can you buy me uh, 20 boxes of Sudafed? <laughs> and ask no questions. So investigators said Smalling was listed as attempting 365 pseudoephedrine purchases in the last 10 years and was, uh, was blocked 45 times. Illinois law flags purchases that exceed 30-day supply in a one-month period. I didn't know that. So you can only buy so much. But that doesn't ping on a, on a radar of some sort? You just I get blocked and walk away? I mean, I'm sure that's somewhere. Hmm. Uh, maybe authorities aren't notified. I can imagine being, uh, sir, you're cut off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you would assume three blocks, three request blocks. I would think. This guy was blocked uh, 45 times. So police got a judge to sign off on a search warrant, put a GPS tracker on this guy's car, which was parked at his apartment complex uh, on Puma Boulevard. Is that uh, is that on the campus? Puma? Puma Boulevard. Sounds right. Uh, and then, yeah, they, they figured uh, they monitored his uh, alleged meth-making purchases in neighboring uh, cities like Walmart and Walgreens and Glen Carbon. And they were watching this guy. On January 10th, officers noted that they watched the suspect enter his apartment with suspected meth-making materials that he just bought. And uh, that they noticed the bedroom window was open, even though the temperature was 36 degrees out. And they got him. Four felony counts, including aggravated prescription 
uh, participation in meth making and possession with the uh, intent to deliver. That's this wild. guy was doing it on campus. <clears throat> wild. Go SIUE. Mm-hmm. The Eagles. What is it? No. What are they? The fighting what? The, the Cougs, baby. The Cougars. Fighting Cougars. Oh, yeah. Cougar Village. Fighting I used Cougs. to party in Cougar Village. Most yeah. of them Cougars seem to be fighting geese because that campus is wild, bro. It's like a goose sanctuary, and they, they're they mean as hell, dude. When they're nesting, you'd be out on campus. Oh, yeah. They'd be, the geese would attack you. It was buck wild out there, man. Fly south. If, uh, if there is a facility that is... Uh, like making meth, right? All that stuff is contaminated, right? They got to like do like Oh, a- yeah. That's what happens in houses. Remember when they like, I mean, they strip those to the studs. Yeah, right? Yeah. Anytime like somebody gets busted in, uh, you know, like a meth house, they can't sell those things until they strip them. Yeah. Like it gets in everything, right? Whatever. I have no byproducts. idea. I don't know. I've never I just know meth. that Walter and Jesse were wearing masks for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, We've talked about the uh, crater of Diamond State Park. Yeah, in Arkansas. Yeah. In Arkansas. All right. You, you I don't know about this. Oh, you don't know about this. Oh, place. Oh, this place? We, we talk about it every year. Yeah, I want to take the kids, and there. then we never do. It's, it's a crater. Forty minutes it's in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. All right. Uh, it is a state park where people find diamonds. They call it the Crater of Diamond State Park. Anybody could go. Hmm. You pay like ten bucks. You get a cup, and you go walk. Sifting. On a, yeah, if you want. So you dig and you sift. They got the little diamond machines that shake them out. Whatever you want. I think it's that's for gold. I think you Are pan gold? for gold. I don't, yeah. Oh, I don't know how this works. <laughs> you pan for gold. I think you just look for diamonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, and it is ten bucks. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's I, a I've, I've small fee. It's something like that. And uh, every once in a while, you hear of like a big ass diamond being found. It's at this like, place. like twice yeah. a year. It, it, like so newsworthy. Cool. Like, hey, a diamond worth fourteen grand was just found by some old lady. Uh, headline. About, oh, sorry. Go on. Go ahead, Scott. No, that's all right. Headline: A tourist from France unearths eighth unearths eighth largest diamond ever found. Holy cow! At Arkansas's Crater of Diamond State Park. Jim. Visitor from France had a trip of a lifetime when he found a massive diamond. Guy who lives in Paris was uh, in the U.S. earlier this month. Stopped in several cities. He was in New Orleans. Uh, went to Cape Canaveral. You know, making his rounds. Mm-hmm. Tourist sounds like a spy. January 11th, he visited Crater of Diamond State Park in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. According to a news release, the park is one of uh, is one of the only places in the world where the public can just come and search for diamonds. Right. Real diamonds in their original volcanic source. That's so cool. This guy found a 7.46 carat brown diamond. Can you look up the price on that? They didn't list the price. Seven. Seven point four six carat brown diamond. I thought he said it was fourteen thousand. No, I'm just no? saying, like, that, that. I think that was the last, the, the last, value of the last, last one. one. Oh, okay. What's wild, you see a picture of this guy, he looks like he's from Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Hmm. That is not a Frenchman. Hmm? All right, let's see. I found the article. Here's another article. Here's another article. Come on, give me the estimated value of this thing. Eighth largest diamond. Wow. 7.46 carat brown diamond. Can you just well, look Well, one up? carat is approximately 2,500. So what do you do here? Here's a picture of the diamond itself on a quarter, just to give you some size. Uh, Park official says it's the largest diamond found in the park since 2020, eighth largest diamond found there since the area became a state park in 72. Diamond is a deep chocolate brown cover, is rounded like a marble, is about the size of a candy gumdrop. Uh, the guy decided to name the diamond the Korean diamond after his fiance. Oh. Oh. Although park officials did not say how much the diamond is worth, it wouldn't matter. 
He plans to keep it, have a cut into two diamonds, one for the fiancé and one for his daughter. He described the crater of Diamond State Park as a magical place where the dream of finding a diamond can come true. That is so neato. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it. if uh, that article is correct, it's about 17000 Nice. Not a bad find. Park officials say an, uh, an average of one to two diamonds are found by park visitors each day. Yeah, of course, varying sizes, but yeah, good for this guy. Yeah, that's cool. And they say the best time to look for diamonds is right after rain. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, did you see the picture? It is right after rain. This is a wet, yeah, yeah, yeah. nasty-looking time. He looks wet and sweaty. And he's he got looks like a guy on. from Arkansas. He's got mud on his <laughs> head. He's got mud on his head. Hell yeah. He's I wearing have, overalls. I think I own this shirt. But look at the size. Like, and listen, I know on the radio you can't see it, but it's, again, it's like it looks like a little bigger than a gumdrop. Yeah, it's like about a, the size of like a gumdrop. Really yeah. small grape. But like to find that, I mean, talk about a needle in a haystack. Yeah, and it's so it's so uh, amber color. Yeah, how the heck do you that see I would that? see that and not think diamond. But well, I that's mean, nice. He's going to give it to his fiance. I tell you what, if I'm walking in uh, Diamond Crater State Park or whatever it is, yeah, I'm picking up every rock, and I think it's a diamond. <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! This might be it. That's a crystal. This Which might has, be a gray diamond. He named the diamond after his fiance. He's going to give half to her, half to his kid. It's very romantic. That is romantic. And listen, what, I don't want to alarm anybody, but Valentine's Day we're we're three weeks away. Oh my gosh! All right, I'll go to Arkansas. And if you don't want any drama, it might be a good idea to get a sense of the ground rules. With your significant other. What are the rules on Valentine's Specifically, Day? Specifically, how much are we spending? Calm down, Terry. How much are we spending? According to a new report, the average American in a relationship thinks they should spend <clears throat> around 158 bucks on their significant other. It's very specific. 158, cool. 158 bucks. But on the flip side, about 30% of people in relationships say, eh, they're not planning on spending any money on Valentine's Day. Of course, there are still ways to celebrate. But it's all about expectations, isn't it? It is. For people who want their partners to spend money on them, 21% said that if they found out they weren't getting anything, they would just buy something for themselves anyway. Love it. <laughs> Double tap. 17% would insist that the other person make up for it another time. 16% would give their partner the silent treatment. So stupid. 10% would respond by shutting down any Valentine's Day plans altogether. And 10% would use this opportunity to break up with their significant other. What about the cockroach naming at the zoo? You know how people name cockroaches out of their exes? Just do that. Uh, yeah, they're doing something like that at the zoo this year, too. They're like dung beetles. They, uh, you name your ex? One, there's <laughs> one place that will have a cat urinate your ex's name in kitty litter. Yeah. They can uh, do a signature with their urine. Yeah. Say what? Cool. <laughs> you could you could pay this animal shelter to have a cat urinate. So they hold the cat over while it's peeing? And I they, guess and so. I think they should put the name on a urinal cake and put that in the litter box. Why and then they pee out, on that. Why are you stressing out a cat while he's trying to pee? Oh, damn. That's weird. We're getting weirder. Are we getting weirder? Tinkles drink water. This man's name is Aloysius. It's going to take some fluid. Yeah. <laughs> take some time. Yeah. Listen, this whole, you know, Valentine's Day is especially tricky, a tricky time for younger adults. Gen Z and millennials say they feel more pressure to spend. And they're also more likely to report that they'll need to go into debt to some degree to afford Valentine's Day. Is it worth it to go into debt? Guys, no. what are we doing? What are you doing? Hey, let me, I'm glad you all are here and you're men because I need some help. 
What do you get men for Valentine's Day? You don't have Day? to get anything. Nothing. Nothing. Is that more, for real? It's more what you give yes, men for course. Valentine's Day. What do you yeah. give men for Valentine's Day? Well, Missy, you put on the mustache. That's right. And take them to town. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of us want to right part to right to pound town. Um, a nice dinner. Is ain't fine. wrong. I'll be honest with you. I don't something. need anything. Yeah, please. So you don't no. even acknowledge it? Like Tim and I are doing something different this year for Valentine's Day. I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you afterwards. The old King Scott methodology. Yeah, no, I, you'll like know about it. Something's happening, but we're not telling you <laughs> No, you'll you know what. about it on Valentine's Day on this show. You'll know. You'll know. Okay. So is Tina, <laughs> expecting, is Tina expecting something on Valentine's Day? Uh, Nah. We don't. It's not like a... It, it's not a point of contention anymore. It'll be acknowledged. She'll get something, but I don't think she would care if I didn't. But it, also, I always do. So I don't know. We Why do you it's the old Schrodinger's cat. I don't want to look in the box. Is the cat in there? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, sometimes I think we both are like it's a Hallmark holiday. We both have like a cynical comics point of view. But then I'm also like, ah, I probably should do something. I don't go crazy or anything. I usually just write her a nice note or a card or maybe take her out to dinner or something. I think uh, they're going to be on tour. I think I'm going to fly to Vegas. Nice. And we're going to a nice dinner. At Andiamo's, my favorite. Like a weekend, Damn. like a weekend trip to Vegas. They're gonna be in Vegas because they're on tour and they got a break. So I think I'm gonna, um, if I can get time off work, wink, wink. I'm gonna try to uh, <laughs> do the show on the morning of Valentine's Day. Fly to Vegas, take her out to our favorite restaurant in Vegas, and then be back in the morning for the show. No, <laughs> yeah, right. no, no, the no, no. And then I have show, I have shows that weekend. <laughs> Fly well, back with a tomahawk. This is the yes. place that has the ultimate tomahawk steak, dude. Well, nothing says this is a great relationship like putting yourself into a massive amount of debt for one day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, how sacrifice. ridiculous! And a kids' holiday at that. That's what we've agreed that it's a kids' holiday. It's a great excuse for us to go out and have a nice dinner, and we'll do that. We'll have like a, a nice date. It'll be what great. day of the week is that? I think it's a Wednesday. Wednesday. So yeah, it's a Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of dumb. Kind of dumb to put yourself into debt for this. For what? Sure. That's what you don't want to do. Don't do it. No, don't do it. Now, who's in the right here? Speaking of going out to dinner. Some guy in Miami went on a first date at a restaurant with a woman he asked out on Tinder. And he posted a video after she got pissed off that he asked her to split the bill. And the second half of this audio is them arguing in the car. Cool. She says he should have paid because he asked her out. <clears throat> I, listen, either way, it looks like this guy ain't getting the second date. But <laughs> or maybe they will. <laughs> but like, I want I want to hear yeah, whose side you're on here. Why are we splitting the bill? Well, I mean, it's our first date, so I thought we should. I hate this guy already for having uh, his phone out. I hate uh, that honestly. Someone is already I hate that he's recording. recording. Yeah, I do too. So I'm going to put that, I'm just going to take the topic at hand, and I'm going to put his douchiness of just recording out of my mind. Okay. Okay, just taking it for what it is. Why are we splitting the bill? Well, I mean, it's our first date, so I thought we should maybe go hot. I can't believe you made us split the bill. I mean, you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should pay for Okay, but you asked me out. I know, but you ordered something you that I did. You asked me out. All right, I'll just take you home. All right, see ya. All right. All right. 
This is staged. Yeah. Ah! It feels like it. It's too calm and weird. Facebook videos. I don't know if it's staged. Here is our simple script about what you've done wrong. I don't know if it's staged. All right, let's so okay, fine. It's it at least staged like one. Fine. <clears throat> Maybe he wanted the video and she didn't know, but just looking at the video, it seems like they were at a decent restaurant. Nothing too fancy. They would dress casually. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked her, it was a Tinder date. He asked her out. They go to dinner. She gets an appetizer, which he does not eat. He didn't she, even touch. He didn't even touch. Makes note. <laughs> note, did not touch appetizer. Right. Not a stuffed mushroom fan. So I was always of the, if you ask, you pay. Oh, really? That's what I always. I was always Splitsville. Like, if we're going the first date, I'll pay, I'll pay half. Like, we don't know what this is yet. That's after you, like, establish a relationship where now we're dating, and then you ask me, I'll pay tonight. Okay, cool. What if I ask? I'll pay So tonight. if a guy asks you out, you're, you're assuming it's Splitsville. I'm, yes. But what if, he, what if he offers to pay? What if he insists? If he insists, I would let him because that's a nice thing. And but you're going to assume, you're going into it like, I'm, I'm, there's a chance that I may have to pay. Yeah, I'm prepared to pay. If, but if he's like going a little extra and going, and I can see that, I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice of you. I'll get the next one or whatever. That's a that's like a point in his corner for me. If you ask, you pay. Is that is that your rule for me? Yeah, that's how it would work in my mind. Yeah, and that's how it work in my mind too. I ain't gonna let a woman. I ain't gonna let a woman pay. Hell no. <laughs> I asked her. That's right. It's a flex. What if she <laughs> asked you? What if she asked you? Uh, you I would agreed. still insist on at least splitting it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I... Would you be upset if she asked you and then expected you to pay? Uh... Or would, even, would it even it probably bother even. you across your mind? No, because I would go, I got this. I guess this comes down to expectations. Like, yeah. what, Sorry. what does either side expect the most? Like, I'm not going into it expecting anyone to pay for me. Yeah, most people in the comments on this say, if you ask, you pay. But then he, he posted a follow-up saying he doesn't think that's right. He says, uh, he says maybe it was true back when women just wanted to cook, clean, and take care of kids. But he says, <laughs> women aren't the prize anymore. Oh, so this guy's a feminist. Okay. What I don't understand is you ask for the date, so you pay. It's not like I'm forcing anybody to go on a date with me. Clearly, we are both 50-50 on the date. She wants to be there just as much as I want to be there. It's not like I'm forcing her to date me or go on a date with me. We both want to be there equally. Therefore, we should split the bill equally. Yeah, mm. listen, man, you can, you can make rational arguments for this until you're blue in the face, but this is not the hill you're going to die on, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, this is, uh, you can make yourself sound rational with this, but this is not a fight that's worth fighting. Mm. Just go for it. Just just do it. Just suck it up. And again, it may be all staged because cringe is the new shock. Yeah, I guess and, so. And this is pretty cringy or cringeworthy, yeah. shall we say. So I don't know, man. But but again, like I've heard people make these arguments and you, and you just sit there and listen and you go, yeah, those are all valid arguments. I know what you're saying, but you're not going to win this. This is just something that's going to make you look bad. If that's how you feel, keep it inside. Yeah, it's going to make you <laughs> look like it a up, cheap. Like handle a it. Cheap. But yeah, sorry to, sorry to tell you. Like if my son was trying to make a this argument, bastard. I'd go, man, you're making a lot of sense. Flush it away. Yeah. <laughs> because it ain't going to serve you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just, get, just move on. 
And listen, if we're going out to dinner on Valentine's Day, okay, how about a nice mm. meal? Mm. At? Eating good in the neighborhood. What? Applebee's. Applebee's, baby. No baby. Way. Applebee's. At the jewelry. What's up? $14.95. Applebee's. You yeah, you told me about that. Ain't no argument happening on appetizers in that date, is there? Uh, got some uh, Got some food news for you. Um, yeah, Valentine's Day, a couple weeks, and your significant other, you know, may already be, you know, dropping hints. And uh, if they're hinting that they'd like to go to Applebee's a lot this year, there's an exciting deal for you. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it. Applebee's will be selling a date night pass for 200 bucks. I think it's on sale this week while supplies last. You'll get a card that's good for one year that gives you 30 bucks for food and non-alcoholic drinks on every visit. Scott, now you can only Al use wants. it. You can All only right. use it once per day. So basically you'd have to go at least seven times to make your money back. But you could use it up to 52 times through January 1st of 2025. So it could max out on one thousand five hundred sixty bucks on discounts. Dang. That's awesome. I mean, I'd buy that for myself. So if you subtract the two hundred bucks you paid for it, that's uh, one thousand three hundred sixty bucks in savings. However, it does not include tap t- uh, tax tips and fees. So even if you order carefully to not go over thirty bucks, you're paying something. That's an incredible deal. I'm down. But if you're an Applebee's fanatic, yeah, this could be for you. Uh, today is National Peanut Butter Day. Right on. Sweet. I was thinking of Moon yesterday. I made a sunflower butter and jelly sandwich, and I had sunflower butter all over oh. my fingers. I almost mm. sent a group okay. chat photo, but it looked like poo. It looked like caca. Uh, I didn't want to reuse that for something worse. Dude, my no, son my, my son is like, through. he started to uh, like make food and get interested in just experimenting with food. And he said, hey, and he, he says this with a stick of butter in his hand. And a, a bag of giant marshmallows, you know, the huge ones that are like yeah, this big. Yeah. And he comes out and he goes, he goes, hey, uh, can I can I make dessert? I said, uh, yeah, man, whatever you want. Let's just go for it, you know. Rice Krispie treats? Yeah, but he did it with Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. So oh, he's, yeah. he's making these things. And, and I forgot how you make those because I would never do that. And he's <laughs> he's in there with his hands and he, he goes, Dad, look at this. And I was like, um, oh, my God. Like, I had to leave the room. Sticky hand. Dude, it was the worst. And he's like, I think I used too much butter. Can you come over here? Dad, Dad. And he kept asking me, like, can you come roll up my sleeves? Can you do this? And I was like, just get me away from this bowl of stickiness. Uh, by the way, the date night pass is sold out in 10 minutes. So, sorry. Done. Done. It's over. That's, wow. Yeah, I hey. bought a whole bunch of them. Good for you, man. Yeah. About you sell 15, them on the black market, yeah. huh? Hey, back to the guy. We went real Travis Kelsey uh, and bought, bought out the whole Applebee's. Mm. <laughs> just, yeah. so, just so you and the wife can have some back <laughs> to the date night thing. You know, splitting the date. I don't know. Maybe it's old school me. I, I, I'm always, the uh, the dude always pays. Okay. That's, I, you, that's cool. I, you can be generational. That, I mean, yeah, that's the way I always think. It's the dude always pays. I mean, I'm with Learn on, once you're in a relationship, for it is nice every once in a while. I would say I pay 80 80 plus percent of the time and that's okay that's just something in our but it's not every once in a while she'll be like once i'll get this one mm-hmm. she's like let me get it and i do appreciate it when that happens right. but i mean it's your first date man you're trying to put best foot forward that's like right. if you don't yeah. have the cash and the capital to take you to take someone out to dinner then don't agree to, to go to go. coffee you know, well, like, just think of the scene in Half-Baked where he takes Mary Jane out for the first time and he's got no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. The, and, the, and the math is on the, <laughs> on the screen just <clears throat> Yeah, the math down. is on the screen. Yeah, the way to do it's how I always did where definitely I would pay if I could remember to bring my wallet. I yeah. forgot my wallet. <laughs> right. So it worked out to my advantage all the time. It always had compassion for me and it never talked to me again, but... 
That's like the, that's the, greatest. Soup, the soup kitchen again, huh? That's the greatest when they go by the hot dog stand and, and she's like, uh, oh, can I get relish? And he goes, that'll be extra. And he goes, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> keeps adding up. Yeah, it just goes ding, ding. His money keeps going down. Old, listen, that's old so school fast. Riz, the dude always pays. Thank you, my brother. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> All right, so National Peanut Butter Day, um, and to get out of here with the nut butters, like the... Dude, they're all good, man. No, they're not. What do you, you ever had national... mean? We're not talking about that. We're talking about peanut butter. Before okay? we get into nut butters, can I, <laughs> can I ask, in community juices, can I ask, have you ever had to do a creative day when you, were, when you had a little less money in your pocket? You ever had to do the Dave Chappelle, do you ever have a creative broke date? You had to figure it out. Uh, I would never have to figure it out. It was always, if I had no money like that, it would be come over to my place. And I'll, Hell yeah. Yeah. And I'll cook or, we'll, you know, we'll do... We have cheese sandwiches. Yeah, we'll ramen noodle night. These we'll are Riz's ramen. <laughs> Maybe a little red sauce. Ramen casserole. Simple red like, sauce. This yeah. is ramen with hot dog <laughs> chopped up. It would be like instant mashed potatoes. <laughs> I got ahead a couple good ones in college, man, where I had a friend that worked at like a putt-putt go-kart place, and I'd just be like, hey, man... You got you to gotta hook me up. And I'd plan a little, call in some favors, mm. get away with spending almost no money, wow. go out and do a couple of things. I had a friend who worked at a movie theater. That that went over big. Hurt me at the snack counter, but I could get us in. And then I could just spend like my 10 bucks on snacks or whatever. Yeah. But I remember when I was in the mm -hmm. dating world, I was so young. Because, my, listen, my wife and I have been together for tw 25 years. Mm -hmm. How old were you? When we, you know, when we first got together, I was 19, 20 years old. Okay. And she before and, a... and before that, you know, casually dating whoever. And, but my circle, nobody had any money. Yeah, right. bro broke teens. It was, it, yeah. And the girls that I was dating had no expectations. Yeah. So I never was in that late 20s, you know, 30s. Yeah, people have jobs. and, and Right, and expectations. Is, yeah, something is expected of you. Yeah, I, I did. I never had to go through that. Mm-hmm. My sister's going through it right now. You know, she's 25 and and she's getting ready to be a lawyer and like in law school and like trying to date people and like everybody's hot in Colorado. You know, it's like a whole thing. And so she goes out for coffee and like, I don't know how she deals. Like, I don't, I, I think she always pays her half and just goes into it that way with expectations. Yeah. Uh, Eric says on the instant feedback, I've been on a Tinder date before when a, a woman has admittedly told me that she just goes out with random guys. So they buy her dinner. She then told me she hasn't paid it for a night out for dinner and drinks in over three years because she keeps going on Tinder dates. That sounds like a job. Yeah. You're just working for food. You're, you're, you're spending your time so somebody can feed and you. there's so many still, times. It's still a gig. Can you imagine how many horrendous conversations she's had to deal with? But is with? she having to put out for... No, oh. of course not. I mean, it's okay if she is. What I mean, do you mean, that's, of course not? I, that's cool, too, if she wants to have sex and... Get hers. I mean, that's great, but I don't think that's expected. Hey, out of coffee though, if you if you invite somebody out to coffee, I mean, like, again, maybe it's old school. You and me with this old school thing, but like, I mean, come on, it's just coffee. Treat somebody to coffee. It's a hey, like, let me treat you. This is my opportunity to treat mm -hmm. you. Even if this doesn't work out or we're not clicking, like, let me treat you here. Hey, it just cost me a cup of coffee. Yeah, goodbye. I find my expectation, and again, I haven't dated anyone in six months. Six months. Yeah. Uh, let's see, fourteen years or something like that. Um. You know, when I was going on a date, first date with a guy, I wasn't necessarily expecting things to get paid for. I was expecting to connect. And I was like, let's have a good. So, like, if they were a crap conversation or, like, they mm -hmm. weren't interesting or they smelled bad or something else, that's where my, like, disappointment went. It wasn't necessarily with, oh, I got to pay my half or I got to. He's not paying for me. It's like, ooh, this date is just terrible. 
And nobody ever talks about that. We're all so focused on who's paying. It's like very superficial. No, we shouldn't focus on that. The dude's paying. That's it. <laughs> you and I are in the same. Yeah, we somehow we're in the paying. same world. Yeah, dude's paying. Yeah, but I mean, the majority of dates aren't great connection. I would say like it's not statistically great mm-hmm. of people just firing and being like, "Oh, I really like this person." I don't even. We can just go for a walk. I'm lost in conversation most of the time. It's like that. Awkward. Everyone's got their like, fit, yeah. It's like everyone's got their defenses up. Like, what's your deal? What's my deal? We met on Tinder. Are you a murderer? Am I psycho? We're all trying to figure that out. Right. So it's like there has to be like a basic set of rules. But it's we're all Tinder. Tinder's sure. hooking up, isn't it? I'm not I, sure. just depend, I mean, then hook up and don't go out to dinner. Yeah. Granted, I never did any of those, um, but uh, I'm not sure I ever really had a bad date. But I never really went on a date with anybody that I wasn't really interested in. That you didn't like, maybe know already, like the foundation. Yeah, at, yeah. at least to a degree. At least to a very. That. Uh, you know, at least to enough of a degree where I found the person intriguing enough to want to spend one-on-one time with. Yeah. So I never really had a bad date. So like all these nightmares and stuff, these are movies to me. No, I've been, I've been out with a girl on one. Ah. Yeah. After one time. Ah. That's why house well, parties. I wasn't a bad date. It was like, ah. Hmm. Yeah. House parties were a lifesaver in my Carbondale days. Because it was like, that's a cheap, hey, there's a house party you want to come with? And we just oh, go. Yeah. Hang. You're, it's it's other people, so yeah. she feels safe. You know, like you're not like, let's go for a walk. Let's go for a hike out in the woods together. Yeah. Let's go to Forest <laughs> It'd be Park. great. Yeah, it's just like, you you know, you're around other people, and then it's a social situation where you don't have to spend a bunch of money. Yeah, and you also see how she interacts interacts with, you know, friends and, and other people. Gr- granted, be careful out there, guys. Dude, granted, we're not the oldest folks in the, uh, in the universe, but what? have you noticed the change in the last... I'd say probably 10 or 15 years um, uh-huh. of where the bill is set. Like if, when, when I was younger and oh, I would yeah. and I would oh, say yeah. in the oh, early it's set 2000s. Between. Yeah, it was always it was always set in front of me. Always set always just assumed mm-hmm. like this guy's paying and they they put it in front of me. And now sometimes they'll put it in front of me and sometimes it's a in in the, in the very strategically ambiguous part of the table. If they'll usually put it at the edge of the table in between if you're sitting on opposite sides, if you don't ask for it. If they just put the check down. But if if you're the one that goes, "Hey, can we see the check?" Yo, we'll take the check now. Usually then it comes to the person who asked for the check. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're wearing flannel like me, it seems to always be on my side. Hmm. I'm like, "Yeah." You know what I mean, though? Like, it's, it's shifted a little bit. I've noticed the shift a little bit. Guys, be gentlemen and just pay, okay? That's oh, it. Oh, man. Avoid this. And ladies, have money for half. Just, just in, in case. case. And there, world peace. Just Thanks. in case. Uh, back to peanut butter. Because today is National Peanut Butter Day. I don't want to forget about this. I oh, want to yeah, give yeah, this yeah. day Sorry. its due. PB Love. Uh, yeah, listen, in the Riz household, we have our, you know, our regular peanut butter. We also have our... Almond butter and whatever mixed nut butter. Get the hell out of here with that stuff. Oh, <laughs> whatever, man. Sunflower butter is so good. It's so good. Like the man. baby crying. Good God. You don't like tahini? Sunflower. Nah, he's just he's just pandering to the audience mm. that hates tahini. A- sesame anything that they anyway, didn't grow so. up with. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 We're out of control. Now, now I'm gonna reach listen, over. I'll I'm gonna find that baby button. I'll, listen, we went to the store the other day, me, my my daughter and I, mm-hmm. and we we stood there. It was a display of Jif. Mm-hmm. I love and Jif. We stood there because my wife buys to you know the health you know, stuff. I know the health crap, she, and I love her for it. The one with the oil on top, like you gotta like. Trust me, I hate yeah. that stuff. And got you once you put that in the fridge, that's yeah. it's, it's over. game over. Yeah, Tim it's uses over. that too. You yeah, need to take like you need to take a like a 
cement mixer. Yeah. yeah. To get that thing going. It ruins your whole day. It's finish. Not, it's not fun. I don't and want to finish making your product. Yeah. Right. I'm buying your product. I so want my, it to be done. My daughter and I stood in front of the GIF display. Arms around each other going, man, this stuff is so good. <laughs> it is so good. Jip is so I'll compromise good, with the, with the okay, fine. Yeah, you but you're, ta have your you're, taking the, stuff? you're taking the orangutan habitats mm. when you're buying that palm oil filled I know thing. I wanna, you, you don't wanna, even care. You don't even care. To. Oh, cat this, hey, cat that. No, I Screw care. the orangutans. No, I'm about the orangutans. But here's the deal. Sometimes I gotta Terry get. I gotta get Terry loves it. I gotta get. I gotta get a little GIF every couple of years, and I do, man. And that's, and that's my Peter compromise. Pans, your GIFs. Your, no, no, Peter Pan. Straight GIF. Just put it in. Yeah. Terry's favorite movie is every which way but loose with Clint Eastwood and that orangutan. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, but and, and what and what's and what's so bad? It's got you know high fructose corn syrup. I don't know who knows. Sweet. It's got all the worst stuff. No, it's got all the worst stuff. Fine. The best stuff. stuff. Preservatives. It's, it's the best stuff. It's preserving it us. The best. Dude, it's so, let's just all imagine Jif right now. Like, And I'm talking creamy. Don't give me none of that No, we're, 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 not, we're, we're a creamy show, aren't we? Yeah, we're a creamy show. You oh, dip. I tolerate creamy. crunchy yeah. at this point. Dip your point. celery You're a stick in Oh, hell no. We're a creamy show. Yeah. This is creamy a creamy show. show. This is a very creamy show. Hell yeah. It's Greg Warren's peanut butter bit. He's like, the crunchy's like. Those guys get off at noon. Yeah, he's like, they're he's clocking like, they, they out at noon. They're their jobs. And, uh, they should be the creamy guys on. are in there with hammers till 5 yeah. p.m. finishing their work. He says, I'm like, uh, they should be passing on that savings to you. <laughs> How dare they charge you the same amount for crunchy as creamy? It's a great bit. They should. He's got 20 minutes on peanut butter that's better than my whole hour, and it pisses me off, but... But you know, so again, we'll, we'll have the almond butter in the house. We'll have the, the mixed nuts, whatever. Yeah. Just give me straight up peanut butter, and I'm happy. I got a on National Peanut Butter Day. I, I got a question for the peanut butter manufacturers and sellers of the world. Yes. Pre-pandemic, there was a product. Peter Pan and Jeff both had a version of whipped oh, yes. peanut butter, and it was the it was almost like the peanut butter that's inside a Reese's cup. Mm. It was light and airy, and it was perfect, and I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. Where is it now? And it's gone. Yep. It's post-pandemic. It is just gone. It's no gone. one explained what happened. What, can they not? Are we in a post-whip world? Why can't they whip it? Yep. Whip it real good. Hmm. I agree. I And I second the motion, and I think- Have you had it? Yes, of course. You can do it yourself. I've never- No way. Yeah, yeah, with man, the whipping just, cream? Yeah, you throw in like a, you throw in like powdered sugar or something. You just- Again? Take, a, take, the, take the mixer. I'm going to finish so their product. Deliver it right into my face. <laughs> he wants the convenience. The way I want it. He don't, he's not whipping give anything Give me convenience, guy. Give me that. You want to hear a real Dad trashy thing that is great? Get some Jello chocolate pudding cups. Dunk the spoon in the chocolate pudding and then put whipped peanut butter on it. And it's like a, a it's almost like a liquid Reese's cup. And it is one, it's one of the best things I've ever had. <laughs> okay, Can I remember? show you something that's going to blow your mind? Go. It's right here. Oh, the bis the Biscoff. <gasps> oh, no. yeah, dude. The bis no, I no, no. That yes. Biscoff cookie cream's a whole oh. cinnamon toast. I'm talking about cinnamon toast creamy, crunch. I guarantee it's good. Creamy cinnamon spread? Yes. Just douse me in it, dude. It's like good. cinnamon toast crunch, creamy peanut butter. Nah, see, I, I'm, I'm Have just eating regular peanut butter. butter? I'm fine. I don't need any of that stuff. If I, I guarantee if I put that in your face right now. This is amazing. I don't need Let's have a taste test of these peanut butters. I don't need any of that stuff. And another butter. He just is scared of his Although, feelings and emotions. But this stuff, this stuff, we we have it in the house, and I have to check for it every once in a while. I don't really eat it, but I check for it in the pantry because it will sneak its way into the really? children's rooms. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll, take a, they'll take a spoon in a jar into the room. I'll tell you disappear. what I used to eat out of the jar. It was remember Goober, 
Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was the jelly in the, it was the jar of jelly and peanut butter. Innovation yeah. in the, of the 90s. Is that Google. still around? I don't think so. Yeah, it is. I oh, saw it, it is? Oh, it's, it's around. I saw it. I almost, I've almost pulled the trigger on it for like, uh, is it called Goober? Sake. It's still called yeah, Goober. Yeah, Goober. When I was a jar. kid. Yeah, when I was a kid, my grandpa told me a joke that I couldn't tell my parents that he told me. There it is. Boom. That and it just uh, look good. Why can't a peanut pee? Why? Can't get his goober out. Ah. <laughs> and I always love that joke. For there some. it is. Yeah. Smucker's goober grape. Well, they did. You know, that makes a lot of sense to me, the man you've grown into. <laughs> the other uh, That joke may have molded your entire personality. I think so. The other company had the same thing, but it was called like uh, Swirls or something like that. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. It was like Welch's or something was was making. You the, give me a spoon and I'll, yeah. I'll house one of those jars. I know it's peanut butter day and all, but what kind of jelly are you putting? Okay, in I'm gonna pe- get to that. We're gonna get okay, to jelly. All right. We're gonna get I to can't jelly. Wait. I haven't found one that I don't like. I have a very specific. Okay, thing. strawberry or grape jelly. Grape. See, as a kid, it was always grape. I thought everything else I love was gross. Strawberry, but strawberry preserves. Strawberry. 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 Yummy. God, but I good old fashioned grape jelly still. Oh, yeah, it hits the mark. Mm. Still, it's still the high-water mark of jellies. But have you had one as an adult where you're like, oh, I would not choose to have this again? Okay, so if there were a jar of, of grape jelly or stra- or strawberry, what are you going for? Honestly, it's 50-50. Just depends yeah. on the day what I'm, what I'm, I'm feeling. I'm going strawberry. I'm going grape all the way. Every day. I'll probably go strawberry. And you know why? I'm almost subconsciously trying to even out the right. ledger. And I feel like I've had so much grape as a kid, I'm just trying to even it out. But doesn't it depend on your bread? If you're going with your classic toast, you go strawberry. Then if yeah. you have maybe a bagel, you throw no, the grape. No, strawberry on, like, Wonder Bread. It's got, yes. We have all the healthy bread at home, you know, like Dave's Prison Bread or whatever it is. You know what I'm talking about? Dave's Killer yeah. Bread, yeah. Dave's which is Killer good. Bread, which, which is great. He does hire <laughs> I think he Big Terry's on the logo. The guy, I, I think he did time. Yeah, no, no, Big he, Terry's on the logo. He makes a good uh, good English muffin. He hires felons who are trying to rebuild their life. I love it. and I th- that's mm-hmm. It's great bread. But sometimes I just need mm. to get myself Felony that Wonder bread. bread, okay? I need just a crisp, white, bleached flour bread that's unhealthy it's as hell. It's not crisp. It's soft. Well, soft. Softest, mm. yeah. softest you could get. It's the soft batch. Yeah, you got to go with that so good. Whatever the For peanut butter sandwich. brand is. It's got to be soft. Peanut butter jelly on, like, Jif. Yeah. With, give me a Smucker's uh, strawberry mm. on Wonder White Bread. Have you had that? America. Bon, um, what is it, Manon? Or whatever the French... Uh, um, Huh? Jelly, the it's in like no, a clear jar, but it has the red and white lid, and it's at every sure grocery store. It. Dude, that's the best jelly on the planet, right there. Oh wait, that's it's like in a little. I, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, a little glass jar. A little glass jar. It's real pretty. Dude, yeah, it's yummy. I have had that. Uh, yeah. Do you like uh, to use peanut butter as a dip for anything? Some clown coming. Yeah, in yeah. Celeries. Celery. I put yeah. it on apples, um, like probably yeah. three times a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, peanut butter so versatile. It is. It's great. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Happy, dude. Happy. It's a good dunk. Happy peanut butter day, guys. I really appreciate that. On the on the dipping tip. (laughs) Well, first (laughs) on the dip tip. Before we move on, I would like to give a two enthusiastic thumbs down to Apricot. What? Apricot preserves. Those are great with my wings that I talked about last. That's fine, but I'm saying with peanut butter. If I if I see you putting apricot jelly on a peanut butter sandwich. I'm assuming that you have a dead body buried somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what's wrong with you? You know, I have a difficulty. Anytime we go to, uh, like, one of those, like, local farms that does the uh, pumpkin patches and all that. Yeah. I will buy so much uh, local honey. I always, like, I come out of there with a $50 bill of 
of uh, just honey. And then anytime I see the preserves, it doesn't matter, strawberry, whatever it is, I have such a difficulty passing it up. And then I get it and I got four jars of that crap and two of it I find a year later stuck in the back of the fridge. Darn it, I forgot to open this. It's just a little moldy on top. Oh, no. You're it's not, over. Mm, yeah. It's over. Throwing that out. But I don't know why. Like, I am a sucker for that stuff at those He's local farms. a farms. sucker for preserves. Yeah, you're a sucker for smuckers, dude. Yeah. Any, any of those jellies? Apricots, right? Isn't that part of the, the blue zone diet? Mm. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Apricots? So. Yeah. Where people so. live the I longest. Like I don't know. But before, but, I, listen, I want to I want to get on this dip tip real quick. Let's get right, on the dip right, tip. Right. Dip tip real quick. Oh, crustables. Put my hand up on your hip. Somebody was talking about the uncrustables. The, the, the crustables. Remember, I used to eat those at the old studio yeah. until I read the sugar uh, content. What was the thing I just read about uncrustables? I think the Baltimore Ravens uh, eat uncrustables before every every game. <laughs> and how many they have gone through this entire season is an astronomical number. Look up Baltimore Ravens Uncrustables. The Ravens, the Ravens eating an unhinged amount of Uncrustables is somehow the least surprising thing about the team. Let's see. They eat Uncrustables before every game. The Ravens? The Ravens. And now look how far they've gotten. Okay. Um, success does not come by chance. It comes by granola bars. Choose Uncrustables. Yes, a whopping 7,500 Uncrustables. <laughs> My gosh. 7,500 Uncrustables. to the team. Well... It's convenient, it's delicious, and it's And apparently it's boost. working. Apparently it's working. Yeah, they seem to be stoked. Yeah. Dude, so they've gone through 7,500 Uncrustables, 6,200 sticks of beef jerky, 3,600 snack bars, 2,800 energy chews, 1,800 bags of su- eighteen hundred bags of sunflower seeds, and 460 <laughs> energy bites. Yeah. Damn. It's, whatever, like it's working, guys. man. Fueled by Uncrustables. All right, All right so... Dip. The website Eat This Not That put out a list of the 25 in order most iconic fast food dipping sauces. Let's go. Iconic. Most iconic. You have a problem with just people throwing that word around? Yeah, we've kind of taken the piss out of that word in a society. Uh, I think iconic dipping sauces. But okay, but some things do deserve icon status. I have okay. one. Well, Johnny Cash. Yes, Johnny Cash icon. I, I think. Uh, I think Polynesian some- sauce. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, the, the the McDonald's barbecue sauce. That's uh-huh. what I was going to say. I'm not even sure what it is, but there's something I can taste it right now. Should I haven't be. had it it's, in a decade. It's the perfect um, consistency. It's not too thick. It's not too thin. Right? So, no. It's, the, like, it's very labby. The it's, McDonald's. It's very, no, there is barbecue sauce on this, on this list. <laughs> not McDonald's. But not McDonald's. 25 most iconic fast food dipping sauces. Now, mind you, some of the stuff has gone from the burger to a dip. Okay. Mm. Oh, I thousand mind. island the 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 Big Mac. Uh, so, like for example, that's number twenty five. The sauce? Big Mac sauce at McDonald's. Okay, yeah, yeah. Thousand Island, which, yeah, which is made with mayo, pickle relish, mustard, vinegar, sugar, garlic powder, onion powder. That's number twenty five. Cane sauce. Uh, cane sauce uh, is number eight, which I think is not good. It's got I bet horsies on it. <laughs> he is not. A it's one in the past. Horsey sauce at Arby's. Yeah, number ten. I'll tell you a McDonald's sauce that will be on it. Sweet and sour. That's number two. Wow, Ray Williams. And the uh, number well, two on the most iconic fast food dipping sauces of all time is the sweet and sour sauce at McDonald's. Canadian ketchup at McDonald's. It's what darker and sweeter. Ketchup? No, I'm just telling it. you, it's so much better. I think the Polynesian dipping sauce from Fancy Chick-fil-A. Sauce from Step Brothers, the movie. No, nope. 
I'm serious about the, the au jus from Lion's Choice. The ketchup oh, up in uh, Canada is, a, well, is different. No, yeah. It should be. Of course hey, so speaking of Lion's Choice, uh, the, their barbecue sauce is Yeah, they're, they've excellent. always had they the best, two, man. Two Not on this list. I think it's smoky and a tangy. Is there any curveballs on here? Is there like some... Uh, like the gravy at Jollibee? Yeah, is there a curveball of like... Uh, the white sauce at Halal sauce. Guys. Um, the grease at Waffle House? <laughs> there is the Baja sauce at Taco Bell. Is that what they put on the? Uh, they say a sauce, a sauce so sorely cheesy missed. Cheesy gordita crunch. A sauce so sorely missed that it inspired an online petition to bring it back. The discontinued Baja sauce at Taco Bell has gone down as legend, loaded with flavor and complexity, especially by fast food standards. A, a condiment was a cheesy medley packed with a wallop of dried onions, vinegar, garlic, and peppers, creating what many diehards consider to be the end-all, be-all dip for various tortilla creations. Mm. Chick-fil-A sauce. Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce number four. Which one? Oh, the, the actual... The Chick-fil-A sauce. One chef says it has the uh, perfect balance of smokiness, tanginess, and a touch of sweetness. It complements the brand's signature chicken sandwich. Doesn't somebody have some uh, mustard, some, some special mustard? There's a few mustard. different spicy ones. I think all the fast foods used to have them, at least. Uh, the hot mustard at McDonald's is number 17, which I love. Mm. I haven't had that in a long time. Hot mustard. That was McDonald's. really good with the chicken nuggets. Yeah. I remember that. Hot mustard. Because it was almost like the hot mustard at a Chinese food restaurant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's very similar. Good. That should be on there. The generic. The heck is number mustard one? from takeout Chinese. Is it a no. cheese sauce of some sort? No. Okay. Is it a ketchup? Just the old classic. No. It's a it's a Thousand Island variant. A it's the animal Island? sauce. It's animal sauce at In and Out. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know it was actually called That's number animal one sauce That's because animal I've never heard anybody say animal sauce. You say animal style. Yeah. That's wild. Style. That could be iconic I'm sorry, animal style sauce. Not everywhere. I think that's getting a uh, scarcity bump. Uh, the nacho cheese sauce at Taco Bell is number three. Mm. Ugh. Uh, number five is Wisconsin cheddar cheese sauce at Culver's. House nice. dressing at Taco John's should be on it, but it won't be. Uh, the barbecue sauce at Sonic Drive-In is number seven. The blackened ranch sauce at Popeye's is number nine. Uh, the straight-up ranch at Wingstop is number 11. I was 11. just going to say, the Wingstop ranch is second to none. Really? It's it's the oh dude it's the best ranch I've ever had. That's a nice treat over buttermilk? there. Uh, buttermilk. Ranch? Is it is it buttermilk ranch. Buttermilk ranch. Jack in the box. Hell, I don't know. I never saw the mark. ingredients list. Was, uh, yeah. There is a Jack in the box thing. It's here. the buttermilk, isn't it? Because you do the you dip the taco in that or something. Was, uh, the mayo onion sauce at Jack in the box is number oh. fourteen. Mayo. Onion I don't know sauce. that one. Yeah. Uh, the green sauce from Del Taco. Nope. Be honest. Okay. The zesty sauce at Burger King's number twelve. The finger licking good sauce at KFC, which sounds so gross. <laughs> finger licking good sauce. Great for your flavor saver. <laughs> yeah, good for the mustache. Yep, it's uh, probably not on there. But Wendy's honey mustard and Lee's honey mustard. Uh, Wendy's are. ghost pepper ranch made it a number eighteen. That's a cool idea. Uh, the chicken fry sauce at Burger King was number 15. They have a chicken fry sauce? Yep. <laughs> Debuted around the same time as uh, chicken fries back in 05. The sauce was kind of a hybrid between mayo, barbecue, and mustard. Wow. That sounds good. Uh, I've had uh, food poisoning from two of the places you've already mentioned, so I haven't had their sauces. <laughs> uh, the Heinz mayo at Five Guys, which I guess they make specifically for Five Guys. Like it's a specific to Five Guys mayo. That's number 16. Hmm. Uh, the Szechuan sauce at McDonald's is number 19. What about so that's, that's one of those sauces that comes and goes. 
The seasonal. seasonal yeah, that was a bringer backer. Is the uh, tartar sauce from White Castle on there? No. Wow. Spicy ketchup at Whataburger is number 20. What about, did you say anything about, I guess it's considered a gravy, but uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken's gravy. No. Man, you remember the green, remember the gravy. Shrek ketchup, the green ketchup at Burger King, or the purple ketchup? Uh, oh, they used to do, the Heinz used to have a, a oh, line yeah. of products that was, they were, it was a like green and, and purple. Oh, and, yeah? I thought they debuted those at, at some fast food chain. It was a thing where they were selling these colored ma- um, uh, yeah. ketchups, and people were like, this is disgusting. See, you say that, but I remember... <laughs> it tastes the same, but it's just food color. Yeah, but I, I remember Somebody, wanting to uh, go and go, I want to try green ketchup. It does sound goofy. Yeah, I wanted yeah, to have that so it. bad, man. Someone in the chat said Dairy Queen gravy, and I concur. Oh, with the chicken? The chicken strip basket with Texas <laughs> toasted Dairy Queen, is a that's a sleeper. That is number one. That's a sleeper meal that that's a lot of people don't know about. It's really good. That should be number one, honestly. Because that is a treat of treats. Middle of summer, after a baseball game or something, you get to go have that. <laughs> well, it's hot, hot gravy in the summer, but I'll say I do no, like No, the it. chicken, and, oh, I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Dairy Queen is pretty good, man. Because you get that, then you get the ice cream after. There's something about the gravy, though, that they give it to you in a little styrofoam cup yeah. to dunk the toast in. Yeah. Man, it's good. There's something yeah. about Dairy Queen, though, that it seems like it should be clean. It's because it takes a long time. I think a lot of people cleaner. don't get food there because the... They actually charcoal, they char I've oil. I've never ordered, Dude, I don't think I've ever been at Dairy Queen. Food Dude, is, we gotta go have lunch there. <laughs> okay, so go have lunch. Food, food, food is good, been. and the blizzards are good. Like, it's it's all good, but at the same time, I don't think I've been in one that I didn't feel like it was a little dirty. That's part of the joy, well, though. You know, that's I don't know, the one joy. in Hannibal is nice because it's the old school <laughs> one where it's just the counter. You go up, you order, and you eat outside, so it feels pretty clean. Never oh, been. kind of neat. Never been. Uh, the Mardi Gras mustard at Popeye's number 21 and uh, Shake Shack sauce. Mm, that is good. Is, what, is that another that Thousand right? Island thing? Uh, let me see. It's uh, mayo, ketchup, yellow mustard, garlic powder, paprika, cayenne, and the kicker, pickle juice. Ooh. You said mayo? It's mayo based? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Thousand Island. But congratulations to uh, the animal style sauce at In N Out. Thank you. The number one most iconic fast food dipping sauce of all time. Blah. <laughs> Have you you can't have it here. Have you had it? In and out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, listen, it's the first place I go in LA when I get there. Like there's the in and out by the airport, mm-hmm. and that's the first place I go. I do love it. Yeah, that's a I do too. Nice I, little I treat. think I love it because I can't have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really the only reason. And it's always consistent for me at least. Well, the people out there that can have it all the time do. So I don't think it's yeah. just that. I it's think like, it that's really true too. is. It's I like Chick Fil A really here. Is good. Every one of those out anywhere, they always have the big lines and yeah, dude. Plus, as a company, like they treat their employees. I mean, you can make a career at In and Out. They oh yeah, their, they pay their employee employees wonderfully. They treat them well. That's they great. pay them it's like, well. It's just a great company. So I'm. I want to see. Everybody seems prospect. happy there. Oh, that's it's fine. Yeah. And the reason why there's none in this area is because they don't freeze their meat. So you got to be close enough. To get the ground beef for the burgers without it being frozen. We don't freeze our meats. That's it. That's their slogan. That's it. Now, are you going to take the mustache off? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Are you confused? At 10 (laughs) a.m. I can't do it while I'm on camera because it's like taking the mascot's head off. Yeah, don't I can't. Do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, wait till the the cameras are shut off. Take the the mustache off and we could be on with our day. I had a good time. Yeah. Thanks for letting Thanks for letting Terry You've come out. You've been wearing the, party. the mustache for over an hour. Before now. you take it off, can you just do? I want Terry to say "Hell yeah, brother!" at least one time. Do it. You want it? You got it. Hell yeah, brother! Oh Whoa. yeah! Oh. 
Me and Terry. My shirt just I want to get in a bar fight with Terry. Oh, you're going to. Uh, today's Team Race Remember the Day is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis' home for Blues Hockey from Hazelwood, Missouri. Eddie Renaud is our. Yeah. Uh, Eddie has been a listener of the Riz Show since day one. Listening to the show is still the perfect start to his day as he opens uh, McDonald Park in St. Louis. Is it Renaud? I think it's oh, Renaud. Yes, I think so. I put it. Did yeah, I put it in there? I, yeah, you did. Okay, sorry. My bad, Eddie. Yeah. Eddie Renaud. Uh, he enjoys the uh, new dynamics that Learn and Rafe have brought to the show and consistently suggests that others listen as well. Thank you ah, so much. Riz Evangelist. Thanks, Eddie. Eddie looks forward to the daily topics discussed in the gang, uh, with the Riz Show gang every morning. Loves a matchup with Moon, 3 and 5, and do it, bitch, which we will play today. That's right. Eddie Renan from Hazelwood is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, Terry, what do you got? All right, what it felt like when the Prince of Darkness meets Jesus himself, according to Ozzy. Oscars versus Barbie. Squid Game 2 is coming out, and you can smell what The Rock's cooking. By the way, we're going to do a list. This one's going to be a hell of a one, man. You're going to be freaked out. Who is the most famous John of all time? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> that and more coming up next on The Real Quincy Show. Quincy Adams. <laughs> Oh, we got that. We got your crappy birthdays, porno birthday, all that and more next. And your crap on celebrity, stay there. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. And their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live in the communities where they work. And the team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive your car, your light truck, your van, your SUV, your hybrid, and EV to help you choose the tires you want and need sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. Make sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving New Year January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com and drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Happy 2024 from your friends at Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and uh, you know getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you can trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck. Got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner. SBA Family on Small Business of the Year. Uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, RizShow1057thepoint.com. 
You can also send us instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. I'll talk to Chris Gerber later. Uh, later, talk about some, some Blues hockey. Big win last night. We'll play a Do It Bitch, the learned version of the game. Give me a good one. Give away some fabulous prizes, including Point Fest tickets, tickets to go see Bush, some 41 tickets. We have tickets to go see Hardy. Is that a country artist? I don't know. Hardy? I think so. I believe so. Uh, yes, I think it's a duo, maybe. I don't think it's a guy. I oh, it's Hardy? Hardy. Playing with Jelly Roll at some country festival I'm going to talk about and crap on. Oh, so I guess I'm assuming. I know it's a, listen, they're playing the amphitheater. I did like an EDM thing with somebody. I think somebody. it's like bro country. Ah, the best kind of country. Mm. Bro country. Oh, yeah, no, no, never mind. It was a different guy. Hardy. Uh, yesterday, if you missed the big announcement, it's the return of Riz Show Live. That's right, a whole new uncensored cluster F of a show. <laughs> Saturday night, March 2nd, over at the pageant. Yep, Saturday night, no excuses. Join us for a no-holds-barred night of fun with your fellow weirdos. ton of your favorite segments brought to life on stage right in front of you, plus some new things. My mom was curious. She goes, what is this? What are you doing? And I go, I don't know if I want you there. I don't know. I don't know if I want her there. I mean, Jill, I would like to invite you as my personal <laughs> guest. Uh, you know what? I... <laughs> yeah, I'll, you know, I'll walk the red It's not that I won't be... My mom and I are very similar, so it's not like she's offended. She it listens every is, day. If your mother's there... Is there a chance you 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 you'll hold back a little no, bit? No, God okay. no. All right, then that's no. fine. Jill's invited. No holds barred. No, I will be because it says no holds barred. Yeah. yeah I watched full learn. It's like uh, uptight. She doesn't clutch her pearls about anything that I do. Nah. She didn't when I was in high school. Not now. I'm an adult. Did you say holds? No holds. No holds. No holds. No holds. No holds barred. H O L D. Both. <laughs> oh God, no. Okay, I'm just. There are just holes that are barred. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there are holes that are barred. It is a wild show. <laughs> that are ready to be exposed. <laughs> there are, there are some holes that will be sealed up that night. Enunciate that D, man. No, listen, when my mother comes to events uh, every once in a while, I, you know, I've disappointed her so much that nothing nothing bothers her yes. anymore. So, Once you get that disappointment out in high school, you're free. Right, range. you're free to do whatever you want. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, it really is free. What do you guys know about disappointment in high school, huh? Amateurs? Hey, yeah, have well, a baby. Yeah, well, yeah. A you know what, though? Your mom loves baby. those babies. Have a baby in a Baptist so. home. What do you idiots know about <laughs> disappointing people? Disappointing in other ways. Oh, you guys think you know about disappointing your parents? Let's see who went up Try to Try stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh, no. You're doing great. No, you're right. Just, you're right. It's right. the most disappointing uh, uh Profession. Oh, what is uh, what is little Rafe doing now? Well, Jackie, he's a stand-up He's in prison. <laughs> no, Mom, I'm not in prison. <laughs> yes, I'd rather are. tell my friends that you're in prison than stand-up comedy. Uh, tickets for Riz Show Live. I want to see you guys there Friday, January 26th. That's this Friday, 10 a.m. Got to be 21 and older. Presented by Yingling. So don't miss the return to Riz Show Live, March 2nd, over the pageant. Tickets on sale Friday. And I'm saying this right now. Team Riz members... Uh, keep an eye on your email. That's it. Keep an eye on your email. Cool. Yeah. All right. Today is January 24th. Back in the day, 52 years ago, 1972, farmers in Guam discovered a Japanese soldier who'd hidden the jungle for 28 years, had no idea World War II was over. Love that story. I do, too. Mm -hmm. Love that story. You love the story about the guy that was stuck out in the woods for 30 years? Right. Yeah, I love that nobody story. told him the war yeah. was over. Can you I imagine... Mean, I mean, it's a hysterical premise for a Ben Stiller movie or something. But, I mean, that's tragic. It's, it's That's wow. pure tragedy. This guy's life me. was wasted. 
Wow. Ignorance is bliss, right? I mean, happened to that there's guy? all right. I'm not you sure living in a jungle thinking a world war going on for decades is bliss. That's not the kind of ignorant <laughs> oh, bliss I want. Yeah, yeah. dude, I don't know. It's an that. amusing story. What was a nice piece of woods? That it's like, what's in? that? Yeah. What's the movie where they think the blast from the past or whatever? Oh, yeah. with uh, They go in the bunker and Alicia they think that the nuclear thing happened. And then they're like, all right, it's been 20 years. Oh, I feel, is that a... Uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser yeah. movie. Yeah. You can go topside. And then you find out nothing happened. You've just been living in a bunker your whole life. That would suck. Well, this guy was in the jungles of Guam for 28 years, not knowing the war was over, hiding. Now he comes out. War is over. Did we win? <laughs> ah. <laughs> no. Ah. No, but in the last 28 years, things ah. have shaped things up. Have, I think you're going to be all right. You yeah. lost in a pretty crazy fashion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, did they do anything for him? Did Japan, like... At least, like, be like, you're for your loyalty to the land of the rising sun. We're gonna put you up in a nice studio apartment. Yeah, something, an honorary general, a nice studio apartment. He better I don't be know, like, anything. He better be know. a general in some, you know, some fashion. Or are they it, just like, sorry, man. It'd be an interesting story to do a deep dive on. We appreciate your commitment. See ya. Uh, Forty nine. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for your service. Yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah, we gave him a medal. Goodbye. We're going to need you to sign this as a, an official discharge. Goodbye. Uh, 49 years ago, 1975, Larry from the Three Stooges died of a stroke at the age of 72. Dang. 40 years ago, 1984, Steve Jobs unveiled the Macintosh personal computer to a group of Apple shareholders with a dramatic presentation that shocked the crowd when the Mac spoke for itself. Uh, 35 years ago, 1989, Ted Bundy fries in the electric chair. That same day... Skid Row puts out their self-titled debut record, Youth Gone Wild, 18 in Life, I Remember You. Great record. Yeah, I might be uh, mowing your lawn and jumping the gun here, but uh, you going to you going to cover that story later about that dude at the uh, unveiling at the conference, like a tech conference? That is a Friday fail story. Mm. Oh, man. Wait, wait till you hear that later one. In the week. That, yep. is, that is well, wild stay stuff. stay tuned for that one. Wild stuff. That is That, that will probably be our first story of the week <laughs> because <laughs> of what happened. And you know what happens with the first Friday Fail Story of the Week. Oh, Always a doozy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 29 years ago, 1995, live coverage of the O.J. Simpson trial begins. Daytime network soap operas preempted for almost nine months. A lot of angry, angry housewives out there. Uh, 18 years ago, 2006, Chris Penn, brother of Sean Penn, was found dead in a condo near the beach in Santa Monica, California. He was only 40. Death was ruled accidental. Suffered from an enlarged heart. 18 years ago, 2006, Disney buys Pixar for how much? Billion dollars. $7.4 billion. Pixar already had like six major hits before the buyout. The Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., A Bug's Life, and the first two Toy Story movies. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. And I believe, yes, that investment has paid off. I think so. Think? Seven point four billion for Pixar. Yeah, yeah. back in 06. Uh, yeah, 06. Oh my yeah, goodness! Right. So much. Yeah, I didn't realize it was that long. Oh six. Yeah. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Ozzy shared one of the few times that he's been starstruck on the new Osborne's podcast. He said uh, this. We have some audio of him talking about getting to meet Sir Paul McCartney. Okay. I'm a big Beatles fan. When I first met Paul McCartney, 
It was like meeting Jesus Christ for me. And he was a very nice man. When I got a Grammys, I said, he, he phoned up with my, with my producer to, to congratulate me. And that was very, very, very special. I believe it was at the Stern Show. At the Howard Stern Show. Oh, really? Uh, when I was working there. They, one was going in, one was going out. That is so cool. Have you ever been starstruck meeting anybody in this business? Oh, yeah. Who? Give me somebody. Like, who comes to mind? I get starstruck all the time. Really? Like, I told my Gavin Rossdale story last week, but um, Jimmy Fallon got to meet him, and it was, like, the coolest. He was just so sweet and, like, exactly what I wanted him to be. You, at the show? I was, he hosted a comedy show in St. Louis at Steeple, mm. and David Backus was doing a meet and greet with his wife because Jimmy was doing some things with animal mm-hmm. uh, welfare, and um, a buddy of mine was like, hey, you want to come crash this, this meet and greet? And I was like, yes. So yeah, Tim and yeah. I got to go and meet him, and he was so spectacular. There aren't too many times to even say. I mean, everybody from St. Louis Zone, Andy Cohen. I yeah. got to, you know, go in a, in a wrestling ring with Batista. That's cool. Uh, I mean, Dang. there's so many. I get starstruck a lot. I would say Garth for me, although it went away in a few seconds because he just made it so comfortable. And it was right. such a fun conversation, and, and just it just went into, like, a natural sort of sense of things. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, of course. I mean, immediately I was like, oh, my God. Oh, for me, it never goes away. <laughs> That's why I don't want to be around these people. Right. I'll be honest okay. with you. It is amazing. It's it's cool. Yeah. yeah, don't get jaded in that way. Like, I feel like that's yeah. one of the perks of this business is getting to interview all these special people. And it's mm-hmm. like, I hope to never Garth, be jaded. Garth by is my Paul McCartney. Yeah. For sure. What about you, Wraith? I love celebrities. That's why I never want to meet any of them. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's a really yeah. funny take. Uh, and I've had good experiences and I've had bad experiences. I mean, Maynard uh, from Tool was, I, I was super starstruck. Uh, I don't want to be around that. <laughs> I don't want to be around that. I didn't uh, get starstruck, but when I when we met Winona this year, that was like, so cool. you know you're meeting like an, an, an icon. Yeah. And that's like an interesting, I like a know, I, I haven't, I, there are a few I think I would, but I haven't yet. I've met some, when I went to SNL, that was kind of crazy. That whole experience was kind of like, I was starstruck by the entire thing. Of by just the like place. Seeing right. The whole thing, <clears throat> yeah. like the institution That'd of it. crazy. You know, like I met Lorne Michaels and a couple of the cast members because they come out in the hallway while you're waiting in line to go in to see the show. That was kind of cool. But it was yeah. like, I think Willie would probably get me. Dolly would probably get me. Uh, there's a couple of folks, but like for the most part, I've had like human interactions, like you said, with people, and it's like. But it is yeah. about places. I forgot about that. That SNL studio, or, yeah, or that's because it's not studio just for 8H. SNL. When, when we we played it, but not for SNL. Who was doing? Who did their show there? Seth Meyers is in the other side. No, no, no. This did is Killborn. Do that? Uh, no. Um, Daily Show. <coughs> no. Who's the tall guy? TRL. Uh, Alex Jones. Oh, Carson, Carson Daly. Daly. Carson, Carson Daly. Daly. Yeah, we did the Carson Daly show, and right. he did it on the same oh, studio. That's cool. It was us and the Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, and they were like the house band, and I didn't realize that it was the same studio. Until you're walking backstage in the, the dressing room they have you in is yeah. next to all those guys and it's got that's their names sweet. on it. And, uh, and that's when you go, holy crud. Like, I mean, think about all the people that have been in these rooms mm-hmm. writing and acting and doing their whole thing. They, like a place start struck. Yeah. Stru- I, stru- uh, yeah. It's only a matter of time before I say something dumb or. Derek Cheater. Make yeah. a fool of yeah. myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I just rather not. Okay. I just rather have you know their impression Normal. of me be you know be fine. Oh yeah, you don't want to put them yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever noticed? Yeah. Do you ever do that thing though where you don't think like you might meet someone you really look up to and, and it's just pretty normal, but then you meet the uh, a person all of a sudden you do get starstruck because that happened. Yeah. With Harlan Williams, for some reason, like it hit me. I'm like, when he was here, Harlan freaking Williams. That's cool. Yeah, that was one of the big ones and. And actually, Rafe, Phillips actually too. Really? <laughs> yeah. It kind of happened a little bit with Bob Saget when he was here, yeah. and not because of Bob, because it was really comf- 
comfortable. But when he was leaving, my family was here. Yeah, oh yeah. And right. seeing my family interact with him, that made me that made me go, oh my gosh. Like this is freaking cool. Yeah, yes, if I wanted a- to go to lunch and I said no. What the hell? Missed opportunity. Hey, Barbie scored. Because again, I I was I don't You don't want to put them out. You're worried about your impression on them? Well, who pays? Uh, I'm also afraid of like uh yeah, saying something you're welcome or something. How do we end like in my head it's like how do we end this co- like we go to lunch and then what? Right. Mm-hmm. You just go home. <laughs> Well, That's such a weird it's game. Super it's super weird. A, it's yeah. a game of chess, man. You got to think three moves ahead. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about three moves ahead. It's a Friday. I want to see just flip the board mo- over. His first move was, home. I don't want to play. Yeah, his first play. move was, flip <laughs> the board and go home. <laughs> I would just rather not play. Speaking of not play, Barbie scored eight Oscar nominations yesterday, uh, but there were two big snubs and people are pissed. <laughs> first of all, Margot Robbie and Greta, uh, Greta Gerwig, who's the director, are missing from the list. Fans are not happy. People are saying no nomination for Margot Robbie or Greta Garwig, Gerwig for the Oscars, but Ryan Gosling gets one. Literally the whole point of the Barbie film. Yeah. And yes, Ryan Gosling did get a nomination for his role of Ken. No, I, 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 what he said, there's no, there's no Ken without Barbie. And I'm going to read his statement. So Ryan Gosling said this. He goes, there is no Ken without Barbie. There is no Barbie movie without Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. The two people most responsible for this history-making globally celebrated film. No recognition would be possible for anyone on the film without their talent, grit, and genius. To say that I'm disappointed that they are not nominated in their respective categories would be an understatement against all odds with nothing but a couple of soulless, scantily clad, and thankfully crotchless dolls. They made us laugh. They broke our hearts. They pushed the culture, and they made history. I get it. You were in the movie. It made a lot of money. Yeah. I understand. Okay, Ryan and everybody else bitching okay. yeah, in Hollywood about, hear you. about uh, Margot Robbie uh-huh. not getting nominated. Let's and hear this. Not, okay, fine. If you're so adamant about them being nominated yeah. and you're so pissed about it, tell me, Hollywood, who would you take off the list? Name names. I don't know. Who then would you take off? Who's on it? Yeah. You can't just be for everybody. If there's a limited yeah. amount, tell us, you, tell us wh- who what you your order take is off. Who's on it? I'll tell you who I'll take off. Look at that. We're going to post. We're going to post that. Oh. Like best actress, Annette Benning for Nyad, Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller from Anatomy of the Fall, Carrie Mulligan for Maestro, Emma Stone from Poor Things. I'm sorry, but I do. I, as wow. far as those movies, Nyad and Anatomy of the Fall, I've never you've heard never, of those you've movies You've never before. seen them. But that doesn't mean that Fine. they're that not worthy. Mean they're bad. I'm, I'm not saying okay, that. Okay, but- then, then Hollywood, you're so pissed. Who are you going to take off? Annette Benning, get her off there. Get her out of there, right? Yeah. So, so okay. Here's here's the, here's the difficulty I have. We have we have this argument about things that are being nominated just because they're huge mm-hmm. and just because they're so commercially successful. But then, when something that's hugely commercially successful and that's the cultural thing doesn't get on there, you want to knock somebody off that you haven't heard of. So. Are what there is limits? it? Is it about the art or is it about the money? And and when it's about the art, you can't complain that it's not about the money. When it's about the money, you can't complain that it's not about the art. Like just like just well, they're putting they're putting Barbie on the list with with Ryan Gosling's character. But I I agree. I I love the irony of this that the yeah, whole movie crazy. about Barbie is about exactly what's happening. It's and it's and it's uh it's disgusting. I, I've never seen the movie. Maybe she I, I don't know. Was she good? I have no idea. It was amazing. It was great. Was she as good as those other five actresses that are nominated? Yeah, for what it for what it did. You didn't see all the movies. I didn't see all the movies. So I can't I, I guess I can't say So who are you going to take off the list? I'm taking Annette Benning off the list cuz Rafe said it. So I, you know, <laughs> and I love Annette Benning. Don't get me wrong. Kids are all right. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, but like me too. I just She's had her day. She's had her day. I just think it's BS. <laughs> That we, this movie did so well. And it wasn't just, yes, the money was historic making. Yes. 
But the duality here is the cultural effect that it had. And again, like men like you, like won't watch it for whatever your reason is. I, I implore <laughs> I implore everybody, no matter what it. your gender, to watch it I and have it. an opinion about it. If you I hate it, that's fine. I'm not saying you gotta love it. it. I loved it. It was it was fantastic. It, it but movies are supposed to move you and they're also supposed to keep the industry going. That's exactly what Barbie did. Okay, and you know they're what, completely snuffing but, Greta Gerwig. But, but you know what though? When when whoever is on the academy, yeah, right? Whoever's you know, whoever gets to vote, um, they're not gonna Screw uh, Margot Robbie! I'm voting for Ryan Gosling. It's how the tally of yeah, and and, and one did, one is not supposed to affect the other. They're it's supposed the to tally go. of the amount of votes they. I'm get. just saying. I don't think Margot should be on there. I think Greta should be. I'll give you that. I'm I'm split here because I'll give you that. I think but directing for wise, Gosling to be honest, isn't that good for the movie? It is good for the movie, Scott. But like, go watch the movie now, and understand. The irony is the no, guy gets the whole, on. And the I girl know the doesn't. premise of everything. I, I I just think that and yeah, Ryan Gosling did great, but was he better than anyone else in that movie? No. America Ferrera also got nominated, which I I hate that we're like kind of overlooking that for best supporting actress. So Ryan Gosling, tell me who you're gonna take off the list. You're yeah. so butt hurt. Tell me who you're taking off the list. Who doesn't deserve to be there in your mark? Deserves it for best actor. For best actress. So I'm oh, for best actress. I already told you. Innate, no, I'm ben- talking to Ryan Gosling. Oh, I'm I know sorry. He listens every day. <laughs> and he was fantastic. And I'm not saying that he was better than Margot Robbie, but like, Ken is such a soulless thing. It's such a soulless idea. At least with Barbie, we have like somewhat of a concept to like grow on. There's like a base. And I'm not. And I'm not taking and anything Gosling, away from Margot. Was the, supporting actor. R- right. right. It was a supporting actor sort of role. And honestly, I feel like he had almost. As tough, if not a slightly tougher job. And this isn't a guy versus no, girl no, thing. No. I'm saying character versus character. Like, I think he had a tougher mountain, a higher mountain to climb, maybe, as far as that. Now, obviously, the pressure wasn't on him because she had to carry the movie. She mm-hmm. may have went on. I mean, listen, she's a producer on Barbie, so she's going to be there. And, I don't you know, know. It's nominated for Best Picture. Probably not going to win because Oppenheimer. Ah, that's going to win everything. Oh, wait. But, so was Downey Jr.? Was he was he yeah. nominated for supporting? Yeah. Well, he's going to get it anyway. So, like, well, well, this is a moot point. Well, right? let me let me give you some more stats on what's happened. So, Oscar's going to be hosted by Kimmel. It's going to air live on ABC on March 10th. Oppenheimer leads all nominees with 13, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor. It's followed by Poor Things with 11 nominations, Killers of the Flower Moon with 10, and Barbie with 8. Martin Scorsese picked up his record 10th Best Director nomination for Killers of the Flower Moon and Lily Gladstone, which I am so happy happy to see her nominated is the first Native American to be nominated for Best Actress. So there are going to be highlights of this show and I, I it's not all about Barbie. I'm not mad, like completely mad. I love the Oscars. I just think that it's so ironic and it plays into everything that Barbie was and kind of confirms things even more for that movie. I don't know. I like when uh, I like the I snubs the best. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Bottle those tears. I mean Hollywood. there's still folk like Feet what's the name them. uh it says America f- Ferrer. Like, yeah, so for supporting. Still yeah. got absolutely. Uh, it's, yeah. it's weird, like the the Barbie f- phenomenon. Like it, it, it's Taylor Swift to me. Yeah. Is yeah, it 100%. is it is it absolutely next level, incredible, awesome? Absolutely. It's Marvel. And but there's also this really too. weird hate and this really weird love that's. It's a phenomenon. Yeah. Well, you know it's what I mean? emotion. Like, if it was popularity, yeah. then all those Marvel movies would have won. When, yeah. when those are very popular, so. Yeah, but those don't have any cultural impact for, like, emotion, oh, it cultural impact. Yes. People love them because they're entertaining, right? Snap. Snap. Everybody cried at the snap. That's right. <clears throat> I do agree that uh, taking something that could have easily just been a throwaway uh, movie 
Mm-hmm. You know, could have just been a fun, silly Super Mario Brothers type movie and, and giving it some emotional depth and weight. And honestly, it was very, I think a lot of people missed the satire in the film. And it was really good. And it is it is very ironic it that is. Ken would be the one that gets the nomination. The whole <laughs> plot of the movie is around how the world's built around Ken. <laughs> they right. got the nod. Next. But I'm sure there are a lot of black actors and actresses who are like, oh, are you sad? <laughs> right. Are you okay. sad, Margot Robbie, Greta Gerwig? Are you sad you didn't get a nomination? Hey, Welcome to our world. Let's clean the palette here. Let's talk WWE because I know you want to. I look at yes. you got the WWE on your face. Also didn't and this get is the stuff that matters, guys. This is the stuff that matters. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has joined forces with the board of directors at TKO, the company that owns both WWE and UFC. He says, "I'm very humbled to have a seat at the table that has decades of history and family legacy for me. A table that my family helped to build." Now, part of the deal is he's going to get thirty million dollars in stock and full rights to his nickname the yeah, rock that's that's, that's the deal the big here thing. now that's wwe has a license to use for certain products for 10 years and during that time the rock can't license it to any business that competes with tko um but that's a good news for him he got his name back that's the that's the move here more wwe news dropped yesterday raw is moving to netflix next year that is tremendous news so, you so is that need- was usa I believe, yeah, USA. It was on USA, yeah. For since '93, yeah, it's been on USA Network. News. Did you see the deal? How much was it worth? Ten years, five billion dollars. There you Ooh. go. Not bad. The way to go, Netflix. Some RIPs this week. I was really sad yesterday. I love CBS Sunday Morning, and I cut my I teeth saw. with Charles Osgood. He's like America's grandpa, five-time Emmy Award-winning journalist who passed away at the age of. So 91. I was a Charles Kuralt guy. Mm. Yeah, let me some Kuralt. Charles Kuralt, and then we had the Osgood. Right. And now we got Jane, uh, Jane Pauly. Yeah, Jane Pauly, who's excellent, too. Um, CBS reported that Osgood died Tuesday at his home in Saddle River, New Jersey, from dementia, his family said. He's also noted in his durable radio news segment, The Osgood File, that he hosted from 1971 to 2017. That's why he said, I'll see you on the radio after every broadcast. Yeah, I didn't love that he wore a bow tie, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, Frank Farian, the man who unleashed Millie Vanilli on the world, has passed away. Uh, I have some Millie Vanilli for our audience, if you want to just play a little bit of this. Oh, dude. Millie Vanilli. Sure. I know they're a joke. But they had some good songs. Well, man. Girl, you know it's true. Uh, oh, 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 I love you. Yeah. Well, Frank Farian produced the pop duo that was eventually found to be a lip-sync fake, and he admitted to the lip-sync scandal, which led the group to giving up its best new artist Grammy in 1990. And before that, Farian founded the pop group Boney M. So we're talk about somebody getting robbed. That's bullcrap, dude. Well, I'm, I, 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 I got to do, I think, blame it on the rain. Blame it on the rain. Oh, that yeah, was, get your That was the quintessential hit. Better than Girl, You Know It's True. 100% yeah, it's, it's, You know better. if Weird Al is, is, uh, yeah. is parodying it, it's, 100% it's, a, it's a hit. hit. The same song though, if you listen it's, to it, it is the same song. <laughs> Girl, it's true. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, but this one. Girl, you yeah, know yeah. it's true. Here we go. You got to blame it on something. You said you didn't need her. <laughs> Woo! You told her goodbye. 1989. Uh, what a year. What a year. <laughs> Why'd you do that, brother? To satisfy your pride. Mm, selfish. 
Sorry, moving on. Uh, now, no, 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 come on. No, no, no. Now no. half of your rock bands aren't even playing uh, on instruments. But Millie Vanilli was a villain. Just a hook. There's a hook? I think that you got it back. Postmortem Grammy return. Squid Game is coming back for a second season of the popular Korean drama series. It will debut on Netflix sometime this year. So you can get yourself ready for that. I love the Squid Game. We've talked about it on the show. The, the, the reality, reality show. show. Yeah, Loved it. It was good. Good trash. Uh, garbage ending, though. Garbage didn't, ending. Didn't love the ending. You, you watched it all out, right? What? What? Squid Game, the, the game show. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought the ending was... Eh, it was caca. It was what it was going to be. It was caca. I mean, listen, it's a reality show. With all those elaborate games they played during the run of that show, and that's how they ended yeah, but with that's, that game? That's one of those ga- or that's one of those shows where I found myself fast-forwarding 15 minutes per episode anyway. So it was, I, I was kind of used to just going, ah, let's show get Show me the games. Yeah, let me, let me see what yeah, I got. Let me I see could, what I got. I got through one episode couldn't do it. It was so stupid. But to end it with, with the... I didn't watch uh, it. With the what? With the, with the rock, paper, scissors? I don't want to give it away. But well, we're not giving away anything except the, except for the game. The ending was them playing rock paper scissors. Yeah, okay, honestly, all these elaborate games they came up with with the bridge and all that, the, all that stuff. Rock know. paper scissors <laughs> to, for the for the win. There's some artists. Get out of here. Because I mean, be, because isn't Squid Game <laughs> the guy like in the Triangle Mask was like guess which hand? I mean, in the in the TV show, Squid Game was the final game, and it was like a kids game, right? Like an old school kids game. And, and what do you think? I mean, the audience is us. And what's like the oldest first game you you played as a kid? I don't know. I thought uh, there was some sort of parallel there with rock paper scissors. I didn't like doctor. <laughs> Play doctor. I didn't like it. All right, guys. <laughs> There's a list out there of the most famous Johns in Hollywood. As in guys on lists uh, for <laughs> prostitutes? Not prostitutes, you no. Oh. That was a good list. But uh, I'm, I'm here to say, before we get into this, uh, John Hamm, John Candy, John Belushi, and John Williams, not on the list. John Honor- Candy's not on there? Dang. Honorable mention. And a couple of these Johns are directors. So, John Hughes. Keep that in mind. So let's start. So John Hughes. Yes, John Hughes is number seven of the most famous Johns in Hollywood. John Travolta. John Travolta, wow. number three. Very good, good Riz. One. John Landis. John Landis, not on the list. John Stamos. Not on the list. Um, John. John Jacob bon Schmidt. No, not on the list. John Bon Jovi. John Lithgow. Oh. John Lithgow, not on the list. Hmm. Missing some real prime ones here, guys. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Quintessential John. Quintessential Johns. John Wayne. John Wayne oh, is the John number Wayne. one John yeah, of all is, time. Yeah. Well done, Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Ten Wayne. points for Scott. Thank you. Marion. John. Jacob. No, I already Jingle. said that. Dang it. Sorry. Um, yeah, I already said that, John. I'm sorry. I have it muted. John Peters. No. Direct uh, producer. Uh, John, John Winters. John Smith. <laughs> no. John. John Waters. Yeah, Waters. No, Winters. Wish, but no. Um, Dang, this is a, why is it so tough? I can you guys are missing Toms in Hollywood huge for huge for, ones, huge ones, yeah, like that we know. Actors, actors, uh, comedians, famous. 
John Stewart. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. John Cleese. John Cleese, number four. Uh, point for whoa. me. Yeah. Number four. Oh, I'm, I'm embarrassed I didn't get that one. Um, that one's an obvious one. Famous Johns of Hollywood. John Hughes was three. John Cleese was four. John Wayne was one. You missing two? Hey, you know, we had John We had John Cleese lined up for a mystery guest. Oh, you he did? wouldn't do yeah. it. Oh, bummer. Jonathan Depp. Yes, Jonathan number two. Depp. Yes. Jonathan Depp is number Depp. two. <laughs> If we would add John Cleese on as a mystery, if we would add John Cleese on as a mystery guest, would you guys have gotten it? With his voice, yeah. If he didn't hide it, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because he was, I mean, it was it was on the books. Rafe, Tim, and I went to go see him at the factory. He doesn't want to do it. Hmm. Okay. That sucks. Dang, man, John. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, (laughs) but needs to be on the list. Three first names. John, John Jones. John no. uh, uh, John Malkovich. John Malkovich, John number Malkovich. four. Yes. Here. Right. Very good. Very Bet good. Zone. I'm going to give you the last right ones because people are annoyed probably. John Goodman came John in at number Goodman. six. John. Oh. Oh. You said he, was you said, you said he wasn't on the list. No, I said John Hamm. I thought you said, said, said John Goodman. Goodman, too. I, heard Goodman I didn't too. say Goodman. John Favreau. Run it back. Favreau. No. John Bon Jovi. No. John, John Car- Holmes. John Carpenter. No. John Wick. John Carpenter came in at number eight. John F. Eight. Kennedy. How does and you said yeah, John, John Le- F. Kennedy's not on this list? No. John Wick was on. You said John Williams is not on this. No. That's the weirdest. Number nine. Little John. Or I'm sorry. Number eight. John Carpenter. Great. Johnny no. Carson. Number nine. Oh duh. John Cusack. John Cusack. And number ten. John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Very good. Nice. List. What? And that is your crap on celebrities. What a terrible How could Johnny list? Carson not be on that list? Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know. crazy. That's weird. Uh, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Misha Barton is uh, 38. From David Diggs, yes, from the OC, uh, is 42. That's a Lafayette and Jefferson and Hamilton. Tatiana Ali is 45. Kristen Schaal, from the, or formerly from The Daily Show. She's also in Last Man on Earth and Bob's Burgers. And What We Do in the Shadows. She's amazing. Yes, is 46. Ed Helms is 50. Matthew Lillard, Shaggy in the Scooby-Doo movies. And, of course, he's in the original Scream. He's 54. Mary Lou Retton is 56. Yakov Smirnoff. Hmm. What a country. Ah, man. <laughs> How old do you think he is? Uh, he's got to be in his 70s now. So they closed the Yankov Smirnoff Theater in Branson, right? Uh, I thought it was still there. I think it's still there, but it's still he's there, not performing it's someone else doing like it. he used to do. Oh, really? Yeah. I hey, think it's rented out. Give me uh, some sound because the next... Uh, 76, I bet. The next birthday boy, I can't hear his name or even think of anything about him without thinking of this. Okay, go ahead. You know, this place only cost me a hundred bucks. Oh, That's yes. a better deal than that Aaron Neville yes. megaphone I bought. <laughs> okay, I want to thank you guys for making me activity director for the day. Okay, first of all, can every... <laughs> what the hell? What the hell's wrong with this thing? Uh, okay, uh, we're about to start the show. <laughs> Aaron Neville. Have- <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, Aaron Neville is, uh, well, how old do you think Aaron Neville is? That dude's got a, a cross tattooed on his face, by the way. Really? Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a liver spot no or something. Way. Oh, oh that, That's a different a, thing. You're talking about up here? Those are two separate things. He has a, he has like a mole, and then he also has a cross. Tattooed on his face. I have no idea. Uh, Aaron Neville. You're right. Yeah. I don't know how much. How old is he? 78. Aaron Neville is 83. 83. Wow. I've been waiting all morning to do that. Neil Diamond is 83 as well. Oh, Neil. Neil Diamond's 83. 83, yes. I just watched Saving Silverman the other day. I love that movie, and I love that they have a Neil Diamond cover band. Diamonds in the Rough. What's your favorite Neil Diamond song? 
Cracklin' Rose McMiss smile. It's tight. It's tight. I'm a I'm a <laughs> brother loves traveling salvation show man. I actually think that's his best song. It's a it's a B side. It's good. You don't bring me flowers. Oh, with Barbara Streisand? Yeah, Ray Stevens, by the way, had a huge hit in 1974 with The Street. More recently, you'd remember his 2015 song, Taylor Swift is Stalking Me. That's Uh, Branson's Elvis. Ray Stevens. (laughs) Ray Stevens is uh, 85 years old. (laughs) Hey, dude, the day the squirrel went berserk is still... Yep, it holds up. Holds up. That's a song? Oh, dude. Yeah, it's a great video, Stevens? too. No. The day the squirrel went, went berserk in the first self-righteous church. It's, uh, it's, it's still. great, man. No. It's a banger. They used to have Ray Stevens' greatest hits you could buy. Every gas <laughs> station. <laughs> delivery. It was at every truck stop, every gas station. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, this video was so good, man. Fast forward, man. Well, when I was a kid, I'd take a trip every summer down to Mississippi. Visit my granny and her antebellum world. I've run no <laughs> that idea. This is something that I can hear in King Scott's head when he's walking yeah. on the sidewalk. This, this <laughs> program me as a child, yes. When I, I catch King Scott not paying attention, I assume this is going on repeat. <laughs> it's 100%. What, what the heck? It sneaked. In this video, he's got a kid grabbing a squirrel. That's a dangerous idea. Showing him a squirrel. When that squirrel got loose, went totally berserk. What happened next is hard to tell. Some thought it was heaven. You guys know this song? No. Yeah. Ray Stevens is from Missouri? No. Is he? He's he just looks a Branson like he performer. No. I think he's probably New York. No. Yeah, this kidding. seems no. very I'm I'm just Ray Stevens. He's from Paris. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet is Jackie Ash. And today's birthday girl has been in 98 fine films, including 50 to 1. Don't like those odds. Cracker Jacker. Girly Thoughts 2. A Good Source of Iron 5, Knee Pad Nymphos 9, Knocked Out Beauties 9, <laughs> Scott's favorite, Swallow the Leader. <laughs> what a game. It's really cool. It's a powerful movie. <laughs> Man, we've been listening to these titles for years and years and years. Only a few break us up. I haven't heard that one. That one is... <laughs> nice work. Thanks. Oh, man. Uh, a movie called White Thunder. Your ass is mine too, and who can forget a role in 2005's Top Not bi- uh, Top Notch Bitches Four? Mm. Thank you. Uh, Jackie Ash is 38 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on um, celebrities. <laughs> those are those upper echelon top notch. Top notch bitches. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. After the break, we'll come back. Uh, let's give away some stuff. We've got Point Fest tickets. Point Fest happening on May 18th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Tickets on sale now. We got tickets to go see Bush with Jerry Cantrell and Candlebox August 10th at the St. Louis Music Park. We got t- tickets to go see Sum 41 with the Interrupters April 24th over the factory. And we got tickets to go see Hardy over at the Amphitheater on May 31st. After the break, we're playing Do It Bitch. <laughs> Learn's version. Oh, yeah. Moon, if you would, the Great Wheel. The Great Wheel is ready great to wheel. spin. Oh, All right, yeah. so middle. Who well, we need to change out the Great Wheel. I forgot our last great wheel was to see which finger we would cut off. We do a lot of weird <laughs> stuff on this show. We do. <laughs> all right, so we're all on the wheel. Uh, moon spinning to see the teams. All right, so it's... Uh, it's going to be Riz. Okay, it's me. Riz. Who's going to be my teammate? Uh, let's see. Who's going to be my teammate? Remember, Learn's running the show today. <laughs> it's going to be the Arn Express. Uh, Whoa! All right, 
right, Riz and Rafe. Riz and Rafe versus Moon and King Scott. Yeah. So let's get a couple people on the phone. Okay, I'll Four call people. Them. I'll give them a call. 314-624-3833, Is it going to be Team Riz and Rafe, or is it going to be Team Moon and King Scott? Each team's going to have a gambler and guesser. The guesser will leave the room. Learn will give the gamblers a category. The gamblers will go back and forth betting on how many things their teammate will get in that category within 10 seconds. If the gambler thinks the other team has overplayed their hand, they'll say, do it, bitch. Bring the guessers back in. See if the guesser can make good on the gamble. We'll play best of five. Losing team gets the airsoft gun. Yes. Oh, and I'm wearing very thin pants. Yeah, this is a it's bummer. Th- yes, yeah, Thin mm. Pants Wednesday. Of course. 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Do it, bitch, next. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Bitch. Well, that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that button is up and running. Yep, the, batteries, go with the, button. the batteries are fresh. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chestrel Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018. Yeah, I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in-house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention The Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, it's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchester Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality, and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Riz Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Hey, it's Hal Sparks, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And I just want to take this moment to say happy birthday, Riz, whenever it is. 
So uh, next Tuesday is Riz Show Night at the Blues. Blues and Blue Jackets over at Enterprise, and we're taking over all the in-game stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus, we got that sweet uh, theme shirt that comes with your ticket. And a portion of the proceeds go to Operation Food Search. So there are some tickets left. Get them while you can. Go to 1057thepoint.com. Just click on the Riz Show Night little tab there. And uh, get all the info there. That'll be fun. Looking forward to, to hanging with you guys Thanks. that day. Man. Wear, a, wear an Apple Watch that tracks your steps. Oh, yeah. We're going to walk around everywhere? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not even walking. It's, it's not a lot of walking. It's yeah. power walking or running. It's going to be fun. Get here. Get to this section in 18 seconds. Where's your handler? You know, now a lot. Now they do a lot of the stuff of that one section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now uh, it's a lot easier. That made now it a it's lot, a lot those easier. Those first couple years were crazy. Wow. I'd be up in section 300. Not, 900. I remember Jeff had to be in the very, very it, top. Yeah. Up there, was, on those there was one point where I was on the fifth level, a level I didn't know existed in this building. And then, uh, then they said, you need to be on the ice in a bubble. In two and a half minutes. And I was like, oh, I I don't even know where the elevators are. So we should be getting our assignments uh, later this week. Cool. Uh, Rafe, you volunteer to park cars? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. All right. uh, King Scott, you're going to do the, uh, you know, the the find the puck, uh, learn. You're going to interview the kid on the ice. Rafe, uh, parking cars. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Not a problem. Give me out there. Lucky duck. Rafe out in the parking garage, parking cars. All right, good. Hey, Not still fun. Hey, it'll be the fewest break-ins at a Blues game in a long time. Wow. There we I'm go. out there running security tight. <laughs> Don't sell it too good. It'll actually do it. All right, let's give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, we've got Point Fest tickets. We have Bush tickets. we got some 41 tickets, and we have Hardy tickets, and we're playing Do It, Bitch. Learn edition. Sponsored by Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn, landscape, irrigation, arbor. Now hiring. Call 314-243-6784. All right, Lauren, you want to come over here and I do. run the show? We're switching spots. Okay. The old crossover. Huh? The old mm-hmm. crossover, Riz. All right. All right, yeah, here we go. Again. Lock up, Scott. Big Terry is not hosting. <laughs> Big Learn is. Hi. All right, so uh, we have our teams. We have the R&R Express, which is Rafe and Riz, and we have the Cousin Brothers, which is Moon and King Scott. Yeah, the champs. Uh, Moon and King Scott, do you want to guess or gamble? How do you want to do that? King Scott, do you want to be the guess? I think 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 he has to pick first first. because he uh, was spun first. Oh, okay, I guess you're hosting. Here, go. Uh, Rafe, my teammate. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think I will gamble first. All right, I'm out. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to gamble first. Rafe will be... Zagessa. All right. Zagessa. Zagessa. And King and Moon, who is going to be gambling yeah. and who's going to be guessing. King Scott uh, was uh, spun next, yep. so go ahead. I'll do that. Uh, love Kenny Rogers, so I'll gamble. Oh, he's a gambler. All right. So right. Scott and I are gambling. gambling. Mm-hmm. All right. And Moon and Rafe are guessing first. Guessers, go so out, out in the hallway, please. Thank Fine. you. Let's make sure this works. Hey, we oh, will. We will. Thank you. Woo. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Brother. All right, Hell Rafe. yeah, brother. Good luck, buddy. All right. They are getting the hell out of here. Here we go. Our first category. First category. Round one. The door is closed. All right. How many luxury clothing brands can... I go with King, right? King starts. Do you think that Moon can guess in 10 seconds? Luxury, luxury clothing, clothing brands. Calvin Klein. Uh, so Armani. That's considered DMG. luxury? Calvin is? Yes. Oh, okay. Dior. Versace. Wow. Prada. Balenciaga. Okay. How many? He can do six. He can do six. Six. All right. 
how many can Rafe do? Do it, bitch. Do it, bitch. Let's get them back in here. All right. Six and oh, ten. Yeah. Very good. Six. Oh, man. Wow. Quick, huh? Somebody. Yeah. I'm going to assume. We didn't even get a conversation in the air mm -mm. out there. I'm going to assume that somebody has a lot of confidence in somebody or somebody has zero confidence. Speaking in the of other confidence, person. why don't you two switch because oh, you're up? You're up, Moon. Yeah, you are oh, up. up. So wow. Riz will take Let complete control the of the timer. Just to make sure that uh, Scott Rizzuto doesn't fumble it. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. Not fumble anything. Hey, no. listen, I never know, man. So while, while nice one, by man. the way, the number is six. So just get that in your brain. Six cool. is the number. And the number is in ten seconds. Okay. Moon, you're up. Oh wait, I'm wait, hang on. Yeah, hang on. Look at that. <laughs> He's got the tiki cap on. Rafe and I were just talking <laughs> about how like Moon, uh, I lost the I lost the mouse. Oh, is, there it is. There it is. <laughs> this is it a, fell on the ground. This is a day. I got it. Moon, I heard it hit. Just we're not feeling our sharpest, but woo! I'm ready. Let's do this. Yeah, six, yeah, yeah. In yeah. ten seconds, going to work. Tell He's, me six. Like this is a Monday Tuesday game. What? Tell me six luxury brands, clothing brands, in ten seconds. Go. Uh, Dolce & Gabbana, um, Banana Republic, uh, uh, Ferragamo, uh, Calvin Klein. Um, uh, yes. It didn't help that she bobbled the, the words. I, I, I heard luxury brands. I, I, had to, I had to stimulate clothing brands. You, you actually got a little bit more luxury brands, and I was you got more time. And I was ready for an answer. I said, Cadillac, I had Cadillac in my head. You actually had you, more time. Oh, man. You, that was a balk. Black, Jack. Take no. your base. Take your base. Uh oh. That is a point for the R&R no. Express. We need a judge. I was even willing to give you Dolce and Gabbana. That was a balk. <laughs> Let's go that ahead. Whereas my favorite is Dolce time. and Gabbana. Whatever you say, man. Oh, well, Banana Republic one. is not oh, a luxury brand. I was, yeah, I was going to make that argument if he got there. <laughs> All right. That Banana Republic wasn't a luxury brand. Well, if Calvin Klein is. Right. It is Riz and King, get out in the hallway, please. It's Banana all luxury Republic to me. Is, yeah, to me, it is. Everything past Haynes is, is luxury to me. This is a Banana Republic. You're right. All right, those gentlemen are going out in the hallway. Moon and Rafe, yes. round two. Okay. This is kind of an easy one, but it's interesting because we're going for quantity here, okay? We obviously know all the states of our gorgeous nation, but how many states do you think that Riz can guess in 10 seconds? That he can rattle off in 10 seconds. How many states do you I'm think first? he could do? Yeah, you're first. Like, definitely 10, but can you do 12 in, like, 10 seconds? I'll try to up my bet. It seems like he, 10 would be a, a dunk, but that timer gets in people's heads. Man. It does. Because he's going to say Illinois, Missouri. He's going to say Illinois, Missouri, New York, and then he's going to start searching his mm -hmm. brain. It's true. Uh, I will say eight. Eight and ten. Hmm. What about King Scott? I mean, he knows the states. He could he do nine and ten seconds? Yeah, he could do nine. Hmm. Hmm. Can Riz do ten in ten seconds? Yeah, you can do 10. All right. 10 yeah, that's seconds. a do it, bitch. Do it, bitch. All right. Let's uh, let's see about this. <laughs> He's going to kill me if he doesn't get it. <laughs> All right. They're coming back in from the Excuse hallway. Me, They've Scott. had a lot of conversations. Scott. <clears throat> Putting in the Scots. Scott v. Scott. Scots have wow. entered the building. Well, that didn't take a while. All right. Well, that oh, no. That was no. I'm just here to tell you guys that the number is 10. Oh, and dear 10? God. Is the number. And you're up. Don't oh, panic. me? Don't oh, panic, dude. Don't Chris, panic. God. You're up. No Thank God. <laughs> Here you're we go. Ten. Here Woo. we go. I need you to tell me 10 states in 10 seconds. New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Arkansas, Oklahoma, California, um, Virginia, West Virginia, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska, Bow. New Mexico, Beach. Texas. Nice. 
You got it. Very good. Got it. Another Woo! point for the R&R nice. Express. Gentlemen, go out in the hallway. Uh, trains are coming. Doggone it. Woo! The sweep. Let's get the sweep. It's about quantity. I, I'll be honest with you. I panicked for a second. I would have gone he's alphabetical. He's going to want to kill me. Get it. That was a good one. All right. Round one and wow, round two. R&R Express. Two oh, points. Oh, yeah. That's a... Easy, you just go down. Oh you just yeah, pick it's one easy. coast. One coast. Yeah. We're gonna stay with uh, the United States and um, those geography. guys out there. Geography. How many? And Scott, well, I'm gonna come to you. How many cities in California do you think Moon can rattle off in 10 seconds? He's been to California a lot. Yeah, he's been to a ton you know? of those towns. He's Prominent covered that area. Cities. cities in California. You know, Ooh, San Francisco, oh, wow. LA. I'm gonna say. F- I mean, he could easily do 15, but I'm going to go with four. Four? Okay, four out of ten. All right, cool. What about Rafe? Do you, he's been five. to California. Five? Okay, five for Rafe. Uh, what about Moon? Do you think he could do six in ten seconds? He's been there a lot. Yeah. You know? He's probably stayed in six different places. I'm going to say he can do six. Six and ten. Okay. What about Rafe? Do you think that he could do seven in ten seconds? See, I, I, I would be terrible at this. Uh, and does this count if it's... You can't say Orange County. Or no. can you say North Hollywood, uh, Santa Monica, and all that? Does that I'll, count? Yeah, I'll count it. Really? Yeah, we'll, we'll be loose on this oh, one. Oh, no. North Hollywood? Is North Hollywood a city? Does it have, Ooh, its, that's own, a good does it have its own zip code? I think it's still part of Los Angeles. So. All right, so we're going to be loose. We're going to be loose. We'll have to say Los uh, Angeles. And just for fun, we're going to be loose. Oh, uh, we're going to be loose? Because they're going to think we're being really stern in here. All right, Rafe can do seven. Rafe can do seven and ten. Man, I know Moon could easily do more than that, but I'm going to say do it. Do it, okay. do it. All right, so do 7 it, and bitch. 10 is this the is number. God, this is for the win. This is for the win. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Oh, boy. Round three. Round here three for the here win, guys, for Round Team three. R&R, the win. I'm here to tell you the number is seven, and Rafe, you are up. Okay. Right. Rafe, relax. I am relaxed. Take a deep right? breath. Relax. It's wild, man. Here's to lose. Rafe Dean Williams, I need you to tell me yes. seven cities in California in 10 seconds. Uh, Sacramento, Fresno, Los Angeles, San Diego, Carlsbad. What's a sex city? Carlsbad, that's amazing. Da! Woo! Point for King and Moon. Oh, you were on it. another one? Did you say San Fran yet, or Ventura, or Bakersfield, Culver City? I would say St. Louis baseball. And we were going to be loose. Honestly, I started. You were? Yeah, we were going to be loose, like North Hollywood, South Hollywood. That's what I was freaking out about. I'm like, L.A. encompasses so much of it that I started trying to get away from L.A. Pasadena, Long Beach. Sacramento. Good stuff. All right. Newport. Riz and Stop. King Scott, go out in the hallway, please. Well, I wish you'd have told me that we were going to be lenient before, I guess. No, no, no. You don't get any no leniency notes. All right, guys. Good luck. Gambling. All right, here we go. <sighs> Round four. The current score is the R&R Express have two. King Scott, Cousin Brothers with Moon. Damn. One point. Round four. All right, we're going over right to, home, uh, we're going to Rafe this time. How many household cleaning brands do you think Riz can list in 10 seconds? So brands like Swiffer, Clorox, Lysol, Pledge, Tide, I'll even X, take. etc. Yeah. That's tough because that's, that's immediately, they're going to ask the same question I just asked. Like, what do you mean by cleaning brand? So, I'm going to have to go a little lower. Mm. I think there's going to be some freeze factor. Freeze facts. I'm going to say six. Six and ten. Moon, what do you think? King Scott could do seven? Definitely not. Do it, bitch. Do it, bitch. Here we go. All <laughs> I right. went too high. <laughs> I may have went too high. 
Alright, just want to make sure that's ready. Okay. The number is six. Yeah. You're up, Riz. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. I need you to <laughs> wait, tell me. Wait, wait, wait. Can I get a second? No. No. Okay, no. get in your head, man. Okay, get in your head. Here we go. This is how it works. <laughs> I need you to name me six household cleaning brands in 10 seconds. Clorox, uh, Arm & Hammer. Cleaning brands. I knew it. Come on, man. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning brands. Lysol. I, I, Clorox. Ugh. Pledge. I know. Windex. Windex. Tide. Uh, she is, said she was going to be super lean. She was going to take whatever. Save. Anything that cleaned. And I was like, you can do six. Well, yeah. it's I tied got, up. I got in my head. I got in wow. my head. I know. That's why I said I go, here's what's going to happen. I got in it's my got, head there. They're going to be like, what do you mean by cleaning brands? No, and it's no, going to be a freezer. I, you're right. It should have been very easy. So they talked it all out. And then they said, do you have faith in Scott to do more? I said, absolutely not. Thank you. Yeah, because I'm even trying to think of <laughs> vacuum brands. Man, like, would that count? I don't know. Dyson. Dyson and all that. Uh, I, I was just thinking chemicals. I just wanted to be honest yeah. with you and tell you that I didn't. No, no, I, you nailed it because he, he got Lysol and I was like Windex. Lysol Clorox. A yellow Stupid. bottle one that you spray on furniture. <laughs> Mr. Clean, guys. Mr. Clean. Okay. okay, get out. All right, let's. This is it for the this win. This is it for the win. This is round five. Whoever wins this, you're the winner. This is a good comeback, everybody. Two to two. This is a battle now. Cousin Brothers, R&R Express, right, tied up. Got it. Don't be stupid. Yeah, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. And trust me, this is going to be really interesting because those two men out there have women at home that watch this show. And I know that both of them have watched episodes of this show more than they've probably wanted. I'm talking about Sex and the City. How many characters do you think from Sex and the City those guys out there can name? Uh, King Scott, how many could Moon name Sex and the City characters? And there's tons. Big, Carrie, Charlotte, Samantha, Miranda. Okay. I'm going to say three. Three characters. Rave can do four. Four. All right, do it, bitch. All right. Four. Okay, here we go. That's it. All right, four That's characters from Ooh, Sex and yeah. the City. Yeah, got this. Ooh. If you said five, I would have said do it, bitch. And this is interesting because that's mm. going to hey, stop what, talking. Man, mm. We're doing this faster than uh. we just do. Yeah. yeah. Well, because we're That's better. We got better For strategies win, guys. now. For the win. Because the champs know how to do it. Rafe, you're up. God damn it. All right. <laughs> Rafe. Yours to dude, lose, friend. Dude. Yours to lose. Champs, champs, champs. My pal, the number is four. Okay. God, I can't wait to hear this, Kevin. <laughs> I need you to name me four characters from Sex and the City in 10 seconds. Uh, Samantha, Big, uh, Charlotte, Carrie. That's four, right? Yeah, that's four. Yeah. Bitch. You did it. Sorry, so I need to you go further. You did it. Moon. Oh! <laughs> you did so it. So excited. <laughs> I probably could have got four. I definitely could not have yeah. got four. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Very okay. good job, R and R. And also, very, did we? Very, did the callers good. ever say who they were voting for? Oh no! Give everybody tickets. Everybody yeah. gets everybody tickets. Gets tickets. Uh, I need yeah. to see who I'm getting my Give, fate I with. forgot to get who the callers were going for. <laughs> Nobody reminded me. Everybody gets tickets on the phone. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. So here's my fate. Is it going to be the R and R Express or the Cousin Brothers? I am with. Is it? Did this just spin? Mm -hmm. Yep. You're so, with us. You're not getting I'm shot. I'm safe. Yes. Freedom. Awesome. Doggone. All right. Let's All take right. a break. The Rizzuto Show.
think it might have had one more in hey, me somewhere. Good game. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Scott. That was good. We made Sex a run. in the city for the win. We made a run Appreciate for it. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basement tea experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. It's IndyCar driver Graham Rahal, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. You know what? Happy birthday, Riz. Scott No Kerber? Not yet. I'm trying to see if he can... Uh, uh, send him a text message. Okay, I just sent him one. So where you at, Kerbs? Uh, they were in Calgary last night. I don't know. I don't know if they're in Vancouver. If they're there in Vancouver already. Tonight. Well, I know they're playing tonight. I don't know. How long's that trip? From where? Calgary to Vancouver? Are they flying or driving? Uh, no, they fly. It's, it's kind of far. Yeah, it's a long, long haul. They probably Every, went. They probably far. flew into Vancouver last Everything's night. Everything's far in BC. Yeah. They got to cross the mountains there. And then the airport in Vancouver. See, when, when it comes to Canada, I'm not. I'm not sure the geography there. Like I've been to Montreal. Uh, and that's about it. Let me show you. I know where that is. I know Vancouver is on the Pacific side. Calgary is the Denver, basically, right here. See, yeah, it's, it's just the before Texas the Texas of Canada. Yeah. It's just before the range. Zoom out. And then Vancouver's all the way out. Oh, uh, okay. See what I'm saying? So it's it's not quite as far as Denver to LA, but I mean, it's a long, kinda. It's. it's well, they got a big. They got a big game tonight. They got a big game on. Uh, in Seattle, they go to Seattle tomorrow. So they played Calgary last night. They play Vancouver tonight. They play Seattle tomorrow. Dang. And then the Kings. I mean, this is a big run for the Blues. So hopefully we'll talk to Kerber soon. Uh, speaking of uh, shooting and scoring, Scott, come on in here. I thought we were good. We already did. No, yeah. no, we, no. no. Remember we did we it at the end of no. the game. No, get in here. <laughs> While waiting for uh, Chris Kerber, maybe we'll do some emails. All, All right, right, Scott. Moon. We for losing, do it, bitch, learn version. 
I was an idiot and wore comfortable pants today. Oh, Did yeah, you not know you what we're playing? On? What, what, what are the, oh, yeah. Some, oh, yeah. These are slacks. Those do look kind of thin. <laughs> All right, Lauren, are you going to do the assassinating? Yes. Okay, I would uh, I would cock this upside down on the first go round. Like upside down this way or upside down this way? No, like, no. Don't point no, it at like anybody. Like upside down, like, like this way. No, oh. when you're shooting us. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, no, don't don't shoot it, it upside down. Like, get us in the butt, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't hit my hips or nothing. Mom, I'm sure she's going to do her best. I always do my best. Shoot, 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 shoot it, shoot it. Okay, ready? All right, three, two, one. Oh, Ooh, yeah, boy, yeah. that got Scott good. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man. Well, I saw the material of your pants really cave in. Here we go, for Moon. Levi's tag, three, two, one. Ooh, <laughs> man. Good shooting, Tex. All right, now put the gun down. Okay, Jesus. I'm sorry. <laughs> How did that feel? So stupid. <laughs> So stupid. I hate this. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we? Yeah, what are we're we doing? We're having fun, guys. Who are the lawyers? Why do people love when we suffer? What's wrong oh, with us? God in darn. Um, oh, you got me in a oh, perfect between these seams. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> it's a hey, there was another, I can feel a There's hole. a crack back here. <laughs> oh. You cracked his butt? Uh, there was another <laughs> incident on a plane. Um, this happened last week. Uh, and the best comment I saw about this online was the plane ran into some unexpected flatulence. <laughs> and I'll explain. Uh, somebody on Reddit posted a crazy story about something that happened or supposedly happened on an American Airlines flight from uh, Phoenix to Austin. So the plane was still at the gate when the person noticed a disgruntled passenger they described as maybe hungover. Everyone had just boarded and the guy was already arguing with another passenger. <laughs> Then suddenly the guy says, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this? <laughs> and just let one go. Wow. What just let turd. it go. The person who posted about it referred to him as Fart Man. So I'll follow their lead. <laughs> um, next they say Fart Man started complaining about the smell of some food another passenger brought on board. So somebody told him to stop being rude. Fart Man called them low class. And he fired back with, well... You're back here in economy with the rest of us. At that point, a flight attendant stepped in and said, that's enough. Gross. And the plane started taxiing, so it seemed like it was over. But minutes later, the plane stopped. Then the pilot came on the speaker and said they were heading back to the gate, and they kicked Fartman off the plane. Hmm. Thankfully, he left without causing a scene. Uh, the person <laughs> who posted it said everyone was relieved Fartman wouldn't be on the flight and that the airline handled it well. Uh, they were only delayed about uh, 30 minutes, so. Nice for that. Get that stinky job guy out of here. That stinky guy out of here. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Hey, there is, uh, we're, we're seeing this on the news here. Um, I'm going to see if I can get some, some details on this. There seems to be a hostage situation downtown of the Drury Inn. Oh, no. What? Cops on the scene? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and here's what they're saying on Fox 2. Um, there is a large police presence at a downtown hotel. As police are responding to a hostage situation, an armed man is holding a woman and children in a room. Mm. This is the Drury at 4th and Market. So far, no word of any injuries or what floor the hostages are on. Police are treating the situation very seriously. The, the department said an armed man with PTSD Aye. is holding them. Uh, St. Louis City Police and SWAT team are at the scene. Official uh, Officers are urging locals to avoid the area if they can. Uh, updates with information as it becomes available. So that's what's going down at the Drury. If you're downtown and you see, you know, some streets shut down, if you see a very large police presence, that's what's going on. 
So hopefully it all ends well. Yeah. yeah. All right, Moon, uh, some emails, please. Yeah, man. And emails are brought to you by Cloth Furniture, lowest prices guaranteed. We have something for everybody. <laughs> we were talking about bad dates earlier. And this person writes in and says, uh, I've had a bad date. We met at a hockey game, and she left me sitting alone in the first period. I promise I'm not crazy or even ugly enough to deserve that. LOL. Oh, my gosh, you got ditched at a hockey game? Yeah, but at least there's something to do. I'd rather get ditched there than a dinner. I'd rather get ditched. Yeah, absolutely. That's then, true. Man, is there anything more sad than seeing a guy sitting by himself that with you know another that, setting yeah, that, you, that, is, that is disturbed in some way, knowing somebody was there, mm-hmm. and he's wondering if his date's going to come back? Mm. Like, is she okay? Like, does he know that she ditched him? Maybe it was she got abducted by aliens in the yeah. bathroom, got who knows? One sentence email. Oh, man. I watched, have you heard of this um, This documentary on Netflix uh, where the woman gets kidnapped? No. Yes, I've been watching it. Uh, I, mean, I finished I'm, I'm, it. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm it's, it's only called like America. Three, it's, it's three episodes. Yeah, I'm, I watched I'm, it all yesterday. I'm through, two, I'm, I'm through the, the half of the second one, and I'm it's just called like, American what Nightmare. in the hell? So right, American just, Nightmare? Yeah. It's, you, you remember Gone Girl? Yeah. Okay. So far, that's where we're going. But I oh. can't, but I have no idea what's oh. about to happen. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. oh boy. Oh, yeah. Finish where, it out. When did it take place? Like, when did uh, it all come 2015. 2015. So this is, uh, or 2016, maybe. Is, did it just come out? 2016. Uh, the, the documentary yeah, came, came out. out or Netflix is now so. just pushing it on us. Okay. Dude. Excellent. You finish it. Oh, well, I will. It's my, it's my nap time. Um, I'm getting, it's quick, I'm getting it's through quick, 18 minutes quick, at a time. Three episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the story is unbelievable, and you will be unbelievably pissed off at the end of it. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, Sign cool. me up. I'm kind of pissed halfway through it already because I'm just like, who, who is, who is having me right now? I'm being had, but this I'm not is why, sure. This who... is why you're pissed off. This okay. is why you're going to be pissed off. <laughs> yeah. The whole time you're like, I'm being had, and I don't know by who. By whom? Yeah. Uh, next. Good morning, all. I have a slight dilemma that I. Uh, that I need some help with. Lately, y'all have been talking about workplace etiquette, and I love your stances on everything except learn Stephen ass. Okay, listen here. I I bought almond milk last night, and it's in the it's in the community fridge right now. And and anybody listening to the in the bathroom right now, Hubbard St. Louis, have at it. Have a splash of that milk in your coffee. Yeah, you did. You did bring in almond milk. You also did bring in cheese sticks. I did. I just love how the emailer says, except learn Stephen ass, ha ha. I did it twice in 15 years of radio, and this is where I'm being thrown. And I'm being honest about it. I'm, this is, up, I'm repenting that's right a big, now. That's a big thing, but this is a much bigger dilemma. You got to check this out. At work, I work at an industrial manufacturing plant. A couple of coworkers have brought it to my attention that every morning around the same time when they use the restroom, someone is audibly joeing in one of the stalls. Oh. See? <laughs> You guys have an almond milk thief. T- you could have this. F. Being that I'm the lead, I had to bring it to HR, and they have no clue <laughs> how to approach the situation. It's not like we can kick open the stall and say, hey, get the hell out of here, you freak. What would you Beat guys it. and gal do? And he lists options. I think uh, the emailer and his HR department have come up with these four options. One. Okay, so, so all right, so let's let's paint the picture again. <laughs> a guy is joeing. Yeah. Every time. A guy is joeing in the bathroom. Every day. Every day. In one of the stalls. Number one, approach the freak and tell him, I know what's going on, and then he needs to stop. Number two, remind HR that it's still happening and try to let them handle it or come up with something else creative. Number three, kick the crap out of him outside of work. 
Number four, nothing just lets us go. If you need more details, feel free to ask. Thanks. Keep up the awesome work. Oh, man. I think we got Chris Kerber on the phone. I think he should weigh in on this, oh. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's the ultimate is that, decision. Is that, is that Kerber? <laughs> what a time to call. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> For Chris Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Kerber. Yeah. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, everybody. Uh, in Vancouver? In Vancouver. In Vancouver. Well, while, while we're waiting for you to call, um, we're going over some of our listener emails, and uh, we have a particular racial listener that has, has a dilemma. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I would like your opinion on this, Chris. Chris Kerb is going to weigh in on this. So, Moon, if you would paint the picture again. Yeah, so this dude works at like a big warehouse type of thing, and a couple of his coworkers have brought it to his attention. He's the lead uh, of this group, and... Uh, They've said that around the same time, every single morning when they use the restroom, there's one of their coworkers audibly joeing in one of the stalls. Yeah. They, he brought it to HR, and none of them have any idea what to do with this. So what do you do? Do you kick the crap out of him outside of work? That was one of his options. Uh, one of his options was nothing, just let it go. Remind HR that it's their problem and try to let them handle it. Or approach him and tell him that they know what's going on and that he needs to stop. Ha. Huh. How does Chris Kerber, HR uh, director, handle this? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I I think you take your phone and record it and make a meme out of it, right? Uh, I like this well, HR. I mean. I no, no, no. Oh, no, no. I, I think what I meant to say, that was Canadian for call HR. Okay. Oh, oh, oh yes. They have no, no. HR, HR doesn't know what to do. So yeah, this HR's like, what do we do? This I guy's mean, punishing himself in the bathroom every day. In a, in a closed yeah. stall. In a closed stall, but audibly. Yeah, yeah, but that's just, yeah, that's a, uh, I don't. I, I, I think I think beating the hell out of them outside really isn't an option. So, um, since really that's what's being done inside anyway right. so i i would uh sorry i went there yeah. it's six o'clock in the morning it's i hear okay. the uh uh i would i would know <laughs> if hr doesn't know what to do in this case then hr needs to be fired first yeah, right. okay. I agree. Point. yeah yeah i think that's a simple go remind hr that it is their job to handle it and uh, if they don't well, know how handle, to, then... handling it is the wrong word too. Chris. <laughs> uh, see, this is yeah. This is gonna this this is gonna go uh, the whole way. I think for the segment. For, so for, yeah, I, I would. Uh, how do they know he's joking? How do they know he's no innuations anywhere here? And I can't do it. How, how do they know he's just not uh, you know just having a rough time going to pass to, a stone? Yeah, going going yeah. number two. I don't know. Maybe you need some more fiber in your diet, buddy. I don't know, but. Dude. I, the funny thing is, I know this dude. Uh, the, Not the Joe? You know no, no, the That's email. Awesome. I know him from high school, and he's like a really—he's a really funny, hysterical dude. So I'm kind of—I'm kind of curious as to what he does because he's like one of the funnier guys from, well, we like, from high school. Up. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we we need a follow up. Let us know mm. what you guys decide to do. Uh, Chris, what times you guys get in last night? Uh, actually, not too bad. We we got to the hotel probably about twelve fifteen, twelve thirty. All right, and uh, big win. Yeah, you know what? It was uh, pretty great. Calgary last night. Yeah, great win. You know, it was a a, a really a pretty good start to the game about the first seven minutes, and then uh, Calgary took a penalty. Blues ended up on the power play uh, at that point in time, which was uh, w- which was pretty good. And then uh, 
And then the Blues went on the power play, but once the Blues were on the power play, of course, they didn't score on it. That gave Calgary all the momentum that they that they needed. And Calgary took over from there pretty much until the start of the third period. And But in the third period, uh, in the, the big goal by Braden Shen late in the second, a shorthanded goal to make it a one-goal game. And then uh, the Blues really came alive in the third period. And Kairou tied it up. Brandon Saad won it with 48 seconds to go. And, you know, all of a sudden the Blues wake up this morning and find themselves three points out of a playoff spot. Yeah. I, and, and playing tonight now against the best team in the West right now, which happens to be Vancouver. So tough task tonight, but a uh, hell of a win last night. All right. So tonight in Vancouver against a very good Canucks team, as you mentioned. Um, and then fr- I, I made a mistake. It's Friday in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, and then the Kings right. at home on Sunday. So we got like a, a, a run here of, you know, Western Conference teams. How important are these run of games? Well, this is a – well, I feel like we've been saying this for a while, but it, it, as we get closer, the, the games get more and more important just simply because, you know, the start that the Blues had put them behind the eight ball. So if you look at the last 11 games prior to last night – the uh, the Blues went 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. And if you consider the the opponents and the quality that they've played, I mean, every team but one of them was first, second, or third place uh, in, in their division, and, and most of them were first and second. You'd actually say, hey, okay, we survived that gauntlet. But the problem is you had to do better because you were so far behind the eight ball. So, you know, that that's unfortunately the case now is, yeah, even though you're playing against the Vancouver Canucks, and the Canucks have to be a, a heavy favorite in this game, if you're the St. Louis Blues, you still need to find away points if the playoffs are going to be a reality for you. So it's it's an important stretch here. You beat Calgary last night, who is just ahead of you in the standing. Uh, you'll get Vancouver tonight. Seattle right there in the mix with you, trying to get back into a playoff spot, you know, even with those guys. So that's a big one on Friday. You know, and then the LA Kings got bumped down to a wild card spot because the run the Edmonton Oilers are on. But th- think about this. So the Edmonton Oilers last night, uh, had a big third period. They were tied 1-1 with Columbus, and they end up winning that game. They've now won 14 games in a row. They've won 14 games in a row and still sit 13 points behind Vancouver. Yeah. That's how bad the Edmonton Oilers were to start things off. Now, they're in a playoff spot pretty handily now, and, and they're, they're going to be a they, – they may go on that kind of uh, 2019 St. Louis Blues run to win a cup. They're, they're, they're playing that well, but – uh, that's how hard it is to come from behind once once you get dropped in, in the standings, and that's that's what the Blues are facing. Well, I know it's a, it's a late start tonight uh, here in St. Louis. It's a nine o'clock start. Uh, is Joey's doing uh, TV stuff this week? And uh, you got uh, Cam Jansen out with you doing the radio side yep. side of things. The yeah, we got yeah, we, we got Boom Boom on us with us. Uh, he's 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 doing the games with us. So Joe is sliding over to a fill-in for Bernie Federico on the pregame and intermissions and stuff on TV. So Cam is traveling out here with us. The Freaka from Eureka. <laughs> <laughs> what, listen, I don't, guys, listen, he, well, first, I didn't know this. I, I guess he was public about it, but I didn't know, like, he's scared of heights. And so when you, in Calgary, the old building there, the oh, broadcast yeah. booth is actually on a it's basically on the catwalk, hanging out over the ice. So you you go you go up the elevator and you can't you've got to walk down this ramp, you know, over the seats onto this catwalk, and then you're just basically in this suspended booth over the ice. It's one of the best views in the league still until they tear this building down. So it, it at the beginning of each period, he would start to get used to it and he'd slide forward. Then he could look down over the ice, he'd be fine, and then. 
then during the intermission, he'd scoot himself back. And it, it, I mean, it's not funny, but it became kind of funny. That he goes, hey, did you notice I made it? I'm like, yeah, I made it. Good job. We got to the game. Yeah, good job, buddy. You tussle his hair. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Jamie Rivers posted a photo or a video last night of him walking to that broadcast booth. So walking the catwalk. And it is. It's, it's awesome. It's looking. crazy. Is it? Yeah, oh. you're hanging in the rafters. Yeah, no thanks. I'm not scared and of heights, though. this is a guy that without a problem would fight the toughest of the toughest in the NHL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but but can't yeah, can't get up on a ladder. Mm. I wouldn't make fun you know, of his face, though. Real, real quickly, I, I, I don't know that Cam gets enough credit. I mean, we, we know him as, as the great guy and, and the terrific, you know, larger-than-life personality that he's got and all that. And, you know, we know how his career, when he went up, he played junior hockey and then broke in with the New Jersey Devils and the Blues traded Bryce Salvador to Jersey. Uh, for Cam and and you know and the, it, it was a, a great run that he had with the Blues, but if you look at it, like he really deserves a lot of credit for being one of the first St. Louisans to to make it to the NHL, and 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 I don't think we talk about that. Not not that that needs to be reminded all the time, but he was he was one of the real trailblazers to kind of break through and and as as a St. Louisan then. Man, for someone to grow up in Eureka and, and find a way like he did to break in and play in the National Hockey League, hell of an athlete he was. That's so, and, uh, that's so, I love those stories. The the, when, you, you know, you grow up loving a team and you get to be on that team. I mean, yeah. that's I mean, th- those stories are amazing. Somebody from St. Louis gets to have a great run with the team he grew up loving. Right. David Freeze, right? The same thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. David so Freeze, cool. yep. Ben Bishop, when you know, when the Blues drafted Ben Bishop. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, he was... He was actually down at Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, didn't know when he get drafted. And his agent called him up and said, uh, "Hey, you got drafted. Do you know where Enterprise Center is?" I think that time it might have been uh, Savas. Savas Center. I think it might have been Savas. Hey, do you know where Savas Center is? And uh, and he goes, "The Blues just drafted you." And that, that's that's just another one of those great stories. I can't imagine. Speaking of great stories, uh, how was the Hall of Fame ceremony on Friday? I just want to say I was uh, I was watching some of the clips. Brett Hall was on fire. Oh, yeah? On fire Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brett is so amazing. Like, I I, I don't even, you know, when you get up on stage with Brett, uh, you've got to be ready for everything. And he he was just fantastic. He was just Brett Hall. And he was so happy that the the Hall of Fame was honoring Susie Matthew, which, I remember, I think we talked about her last week, the yeah. first uh, PR director and pro female PR director in pro sports. And, um, you know, the story was told in Brett, where you could just see how happy he was that Susie was there being honored. And it was a, it was a special night for that. And then, you know, of course he stayed up there and Keith Kachuk was absolutely amazing, you know, up on stage, funny. And uh, big Walt was big Walt. Uh, and Mike, Lee, you was good. I, it was just a really special night. And the cool thing was, you know, there was so many alumni there, which was great. About ten players, so ten of the Blues players were there, and you know they've been talking about it for the last couple of days. Uh, it, it really is something. It was a special night. It, it, it felt right. The pacing was the stories from Michael Ute, you know, about the, the the big food fight that that he claims Federico started, and Federico says, "Oh no, no, no! You threw the butter at me. You hit my only shirt that I had on the road trip, mm-hmm. and it pissed me off." Like like things like that. I mean, it was. It was some great camaraderie and teamwork. I, I think it was extremely entertaining and a special night. Well, if people have a chance to go to uh, social media, I know the Blues posted, posted a lot of clips uh, from that night, and especially the Brad Hall stuff is, is hilarious. He's so sick. Well, did you see the clip? back and relax. Did you see the clip with uh, the Chuck's mom? No, I haven't seen that one. 
Okay, you got to you got to look that one up. So there was a there was we put video of a fight, but the, you know basically a scuffle that both Brady and Matthew Kachuk started when Ottawa played Florida, and the producer on Canadian TV and this thing went national. Uh, cut over to basically their grandma, to, to Geraldine, Walt's mom. And the look on her face, guys, if you pull this up, you are going to die laughing. And and we interviewed her about it right then and there. It was absolutely – it was she was not happy that the two boys went after each other. And, and the look on her face I is bet. just gold. Yeah, it was fantastic. I don't care if you're an NHL superstar or not when grandma's pissed off. Yeah, you take note. Oh yeah, that stings. That's that does sting. Yeah, but but then but then but Keith's like Keith's like curbs, hang on a minute. He goes he goes, This is the woman that gave us boxing gloves when we were seven years old. Right? Like yeah. he goes, she's not innocent on this. I mean it was just it, <laughs> She wouldn't it, have it, out it of the house. So, yeah, there, there was such a personal feel to that whole night. It was fantastic. That's great. All right, make sure you check out the uh, Curbside podcast uh, after every Blues game. Uh, Chris goes in-depth and interview a lot of great people on the podcast, so make sure you download that after every uh, Blues game. What else, Chris? That's about it? Well, yeah, that's about it. That, that You know, the podcast is where we also, if people miss the highlights from the game, we put a, a highlight montage of every game on there, too. So that last night's uh, the podcast is up and running for today. I, I, I get it uploaded before we... Uh, Got to the hotel here in Vancouver, and that's where uh, fans can hear all the highlights from the games if they miss it. All right, well, have a uh, have a safe trip. Have a good call tonight, and then uh, we'll see you next Tuesday over at Enterprise for a uh, race show night. Yeah, one of the great nights of the year. You guys are welcome to just pop up into the booth and take over the broadcast oh, if you want. And we'll so see we you there. Out. We're gonna. I can't wait. Oh, good. We'll see you guys next week. Got a dump button on that? No, stop it. The great Chris Carver, everybody. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, Chris. All right, uh, let's finish out the email segment. Uh, two more emails. Dear Rizzuto Show, I just recently watched Killers of the Flower Moon. Great movie. In the movie, they said Missouri. So my question is, what's the proper way to say Missouri? Is it Missouri or Missouri? Oh, the so show, Sharon. A lot of people ask this question. What's the rule on that? So it's a certain there part is, There of, is no rule. Oh, I heard it's always how the governor says it. Okay, but yeah. what you're not realizing is the governors in the past 50 years have said it both ways, depending on who they're talking to. They've even, like, there's even, there's plenty of, uh, what was it, McCaskill or, or, or somebody when they were running ads, they did St. Louis and Kansas City, oh, Missouri yes. ads, and then they redid them for, oh, for the all the rural spots and did Missouri, and I think they've all done that. Hmm. They made a big deal about that one as if she was some sort of phony or something, but every single one of them, every Missouri politician in any way does oh, that because pander. you're serving oh, two Oh, they audiences. pander to wherever they are. Which is what yeah. we like. Well, got it pulled up right I here on the, if uh, I remember, uh, my computer. If I remember right. They're both considered correct because um, no, and the and the reason that we say it over here in the Easter in St. Louis is because of the French settlements. Like the French way was Missouri, like however way they spelled it. Hey, Missouri. And the real argument was: is it supposed to be Z's or S's? Well, so Missouri got the answer. Got Yo, like I think it's like an English thing was Missouri. Give it to me, computer. And the French Missouri. spots. Missouri. Oh, so you're just so the computer's Missouri. pronouncing it. it doesn't mean anything. I, 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 again, I think I think both are correct. It says sounds like Missouri. M U H Z U R E E. Is that the French AI though? It should. There should is no it. second. I mean, this is according to uh, the American Dictionary of Pronunciation. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's both ways. Yeah. I think both ways are safe. But if you're if here, I ask you my sound mom, like a it's fool. Missouri. Yeah, I was gonna say if if you're in this city. 
especially on the eastern side of the state, I think you sound like a fool saying Missouri, but everybody you know else what, in the rest of the you state You know what the name does. Missouri means? No, what? Yeah, it's something about big canoes. People land, of the land. big canoes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You're welcome. People of the big canoes. Yeah. yeah. If you live in Washington, Missouri, Missouri, then it's definitely Missouri. Washington. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think anything that wasn't like a French yeah. settlement, like Missouri, has been the standard for yeah. a couple hundred years. All right. Uh, next. Uh, let's see. Good morning, number one radio show. That's, That's us. us. That is oh, us. Hey. I know. I'm wondering if anybody has a recommendation for transferring my VHS wedding video to digital media. I have so many hours of footage of my grown children as babies and toddlers, and I want to save. Any help will be appreciated. I live in Stanton, home of Merrimack Caverns, Missouri. Clayton Studios in, like, Richmond Heights, I guess, they do that. Yeah. They can convert anything. I mean, there's tons I of I just places. saw there's- the product they were... On social media, there's a thing you could plug in to your computer. Yeah, it's right. like ten bucks. It's got the USB on one side and it has the cables to yeah. plug into your VCR. And- yeah, it's got the USB on one yeah. side and the cables that the the, oh, yeah? the yeah. red, white, and hmm. and yellow cable. RCA? You stick. Yeah, the RCA cable. There's there one on be, Amazon for ten bucks right now. There oh, used to be perfect. a couple services where you could just mail them your stuff and then they would email it all back digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, or put it on a cloud or yeah, something. Yeah, but then you're also but, taking the chance yeah. of, the, like, the, these valuable VHS tapes are now out of my hands. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's what always freaked out, I think, a lot of people. I think my parents were looking into that or something, and, and it was, a. Uh, but I don't want to send this all out. What if it gets lost in the what mail? What if it gets then lost it's, it's or right. damaged? Yeah, I get it. I, have a, I think I've talked about this before, but I have a tape, a cassette tape of my dad when he's, like, 18 years old. He's getting ready to go out to the Vietnam War, and my grandpa used to just tape random sounds and rooms like he would just hit record and like record the room which is kind of creepy and weird but i'm so thankful that he did this because it's him and my dad talking about before he left for war you know how he wanted him to come home and like oh it's nice but wow. it's 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 maybe like the most cherished thing in my house is this little cassette tape that i wanted and to you would type. never have that leave your right like very be out of your yes. control i would that try to special. do that myself so right. yeah one fast one, one for uh, food emails Hey, gang, you guys are always talking about food and delicious snacks. I wanted to give you a suggestion for all of you to experience. Behold the magic combination of Cool Ranch Doritos and Tostitos Queso Blanco Dip. Sign me up. A mesmerizing combination of flavors that will send you into an out-of-body experience (laughs) where you will weep tears of joy, for you will be forever grateful and heavenly blessed to have been witness to the conjoining of such beautiful foods. It's pretty good, (laughs) and you should give it a try. Keep being awesome, Steve K. All right, so it's... Now it's Joe time. Relax, everybody. (laughs) So Cool Ranch Doritos Doritos and and Tostitos Queso Blanco Dip. And by the way, that Uh. dip... I mean, it's as fake as the 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 next one of the Velveeta, but it is. Don't focus on it. Don't focus on it. It is beautiful. It's a good. It's a good cheap dip. And boy, in the glass jar, right? In the glass jar. Yeah, yeah. I've never had it with Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a white. Mm. That's fine. I am down. I am DTF down to food. I don't know when it comes to Doritos. Uh, whether it be your regular nacho cheese ones or your Cool Ranches, I think they're good enough by themselves. I don't dip them with anything. Yeah, no, like, I agree. You sound like louder milk. It, but was, it, was a, it was a louder milk moment. He's like, dip it in this. And he goes, but it's already cheese. But the, Yeah, it's already you already got stuff on but there. But you're putting more good cheese on it. Flavortown, that's where I'm going. I feel like it's too much. Yo, speaking of Kerber, uh, I saw him at uh, Annie Gunn's last week. And... Uh, I enjoyed the cheese platter that I ordered for like three days from mm. that place. I can't leave cheese behind. I was at Trader Joe's getting that almond milk yesterday, and I walked through the little frozen, or not frozen, but refrigerated cheeses, like the dips, and I picked myself up, and I brought it to work so I can dip 
my crackers in it here when I need show snacks. Uh, horseradish beer cheese. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. It's delicious. I'm in. Sounds good. Yeah. That does sound good. Keep the horse out of my meal. All right, thank you. Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. I will right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got some news for you. Uh, PETA wants uh, Punk's Tawny Phil gone. we got Groundhog Day coming up. Oh, yeah. And PETA has a suggestion. Get rid of Punk's Tawny Phil, the get Groundhog. A, get a guy named Phil? And and do something else. They have a solution. Well, Naked guy named Phil. Come out. Naked you see anything? Guy, naked, greased Go up guy named Phil. <laughs> Phil. Uh, you know, we're talking about Missouri, Missouri. There's a poll of people done, you know, poll of people taken here in the in, in the state, and 90.5 percent of the people say Missouri. Yeah, it's a lot of these rural areas that say right. Missouri. But how would you pronounce uh, broccoli? Broccoli, right? It's broccoli. Broccoli. Have you ever heard anybody pronounce it differently? Broccoli. Broccoli. How about broccoli? Chopping broccoli. So no. a woman, a woman in Australia, uh, complained on TikTok how about how people who work for places like Instacart suck at picking out fruits and vegetables. But it's that's not the reason why the video went viral. It's because of how she pronounces broccoli. Gosh. Yeah, Today I bought some broccoli, and you pay for broccoli. Per head, not per kilo, and I got this tiny broccoli? little thing, and I usually get a massive big head of broccoli when I buy it myself. Is it because she's Australian? Is that how they say it there? Probably. Probably. I don't know, man. It's like aluminium. Yep. Who? Vitamins. Oh, who is the uh, the chef? Vitamins. Uh, Nigella Lawson. You ever see her? Mm-mm. Maybe. She, she's like a sensual cooker. Oh. And what? she had to put something in the microwave. The microwave. The microwave. I, I like that. that. That's, I would, that sounds nice. Yeah, yeah, we have that in our house. Microwave. Let me put the butter in the microwave. Target. She's <laughs> fooling around. I right? navigate with my Waze app. <laughs> so it made people, this stupid video made people question whether they'd been saying broccoli wrong their whole life, but. Broccoli, bro- broccoli, broccoli is the it's closer to the original Italian word. So keep doing what you're doing, guys. All right, thank okay, you. thank you. It's apparently how a lot of people in Australia used to say it, and some still pronounce it broccoli, but they're wrong. Broccoli, broccoli, microwave. Microwave. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Energy Stars Heating and Cooling, preferred partner of Ammon, Illinois, to make your home comfortable and affordable. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are about a week away from uh, Groundhog Day, and PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals, is already raising a stink about us using real groundhogs to pretend predict the weather. All right. Let's hear them out. So they are again calling for Punxsutawney Phil to be retired, and now they're offering to replace him with a giant gold coin. Cool. Which would be flipped with one side calling for six more weeks of winter and early spring on the other side. This would actually be better for us. Let's talk about it. Because that groundhog hasn't done crap for any of us. Not if you ask them. There's like four of them that have died in the last decade. And he's so cute. And he should have a, all of them should just be off the hook. And now we have the cool leprechaun gold coin that's going to produce so things. I, I, one, I, of, listen, one of them I, died it, shortly after a uh, 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 biting old top hat guy. Remember? Uh, yeah, what? there was one I think a couple of years ago where the mayor of New York 
Mm. Either dropped it or it died oh, in his hands or something it. like that. Yeah, no, he <laughs> dropped it. Died a couple days later, or something happens. Like that. Uh, so, 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 you know, I don't know if this gold coin exists yet, but, but in one PETA image, it looks bigger than Phil, maybe like a couple feet in diameter. All right, so why a coin? Well, Punxsutawney Phil has been making predictions since 1886, and he's only been right about 39% of the time. Okay. So they argue, yeah, we'd, prob- we'd probably be better off with a coin. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, but do, so who picks heads or tails, and what do you apply if you were to apply one? You don't one- pick heads or tails. One size says spring oh, for six okay. more weeks, or okay. one size says winter for six more weeks, one size says early spring. Oh, I see. So you flip the coin, whatever it lands on. Love it. Sign me up. With that said, the Groundhog Club claims Phil is never wrong. There's and they groundhog? say it's their fault for misinterpreting what Phil says. Groundhog, groundhog uh, eats. argument. There's always an out. I want to uh, be in that club. Peter says groundhogs can't make heads or tails of the weather forecast and shouldn't be jostled around by a large uh, by large members of a different species and thrust in front of a noisy crowd for a photo op. I agree, but you already know that, and you're already mad about me saying that. I don't care. I love also, the animals. Also, the they want a new name for the holiday. Pete is suggesting uh, something like weather. Whether there'll be more winter day. <laughs> okay, can they make can, can they make the <laughs> argument that the uh, that the groundhogs live better like this than they would? Oh God, man. You know well, they like, do have like insurance now. Like that damn that that damn dolphin eats better than they do. Like you know that whole vibe. Do they make that argument? Mm. Um. Well, but even though. Peta says that Phil's kept in confinement in a library for all year, and then uses a prop and paraded around. Yeah, once that a year. sucks. That's not, not a fun. Life. That's not fair. Is that? But is that true? I have no idea. If or is Phil on a farm? Can you know, somebody most of, foster most him? Like, can I take him home? Foster Phil? What yeah. if this mm-hmm. thing is in a library and it's indoors all the time in this little cage, whatever? And then finally, you take it outside. And it's like, holy smokes! Here it is! Here it is! Here it and, is then and then, they, then it's like, they hold you up in the sky where your feet can't so even touch sad. the ground, and then they put of you back. Of course, in. it is Groundhog Day, and the groundhog is central to it. So I don't think we're changing this anytime soon. I guess it's a big money maker. Make, They're here, not going to change. Here's what we do: get Bill Murray. He's senile and old as hell now. Put Bill Murray in the library and then take Bill Murray out every now and then. And if he sees something cool, no, then like more winter. And or keep whatever. Bill Murray in the library all year. Yeah. Uh, speaking of animals, a uh, 62-year-old guy from uh, New York State uh, was hit with three counts of poisoning an animal after trapping squirrels and dousing them in paint before cutting them loose. Dude said he didn't want squirrels in his backyard. Uh, he says makes uh, makes the dogs bark, and he uh, felt that by spray painting them, they wouldn't come back. <laughs> He'd also be able to know if it's the same squirrels that keep coming back into his yard. Uh, okay. Animal control was tipped off by the Putnam County Probation Department last week. Uh, that our guy who was on probation for something else uh, was tagging squirrels, <laughs> so he would trap the animals, stick them in cages, spray paint them with apple red colored Rust-Oleum uh, paint and primer I hate before animals. cutting them loose. About a quarter mile away. Yeah, I got to be honest. I've tagged a couple animals before. What? With nail polish, we, we do it on the, uh, or, or with paint. We, we, we've we painted like the, the shell of turtles. Oh, at, yeah. Before we let them go I just to see if it's the kid. same ones that we're catching every time. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Like if, I, yeah. if I'm saving. Well, this dude was spray painting with Rust-Oleum. Because we've, we've, saved, we've saved a few in our in our neighborhood because we always find them in the street. Sure. So we'll, we'll take them, you know, like feed them a little bit and then let them go within, within the day. Yeah. And sometimes it was fun if you had like little kids, like, oh, you want to, you know, put a little heart on his back and see mm-hmm. if we, if we see heart again. It's hard pass for me, pal. I don't know. We gotta stop painting animals. Uh, what's I'm a painting animal? I'm not spray. I'm not rust oleum. Uh, I don't know. Squirrels. I mean, this is rust oleum. And by the way, what? Oh, this is America. 
And if I <laughs> if I can't put Rustolium on squirrels, I don't know what kind of country this has become. What the hell? Not my slippery country. slope. Not my, this is not the country I grew up in. The hell are they going to take from me next? It's a slippery okay. slope. <laughs> I'm a bleeding heart for these damn animals. You know that? The slippery well, I slope. I did a little deep dive on Punxsutawney Phil while we were discussing oh. this. Yeah. It says here, Kept in captivity at a zoo, according to Punxsutawney Groundhog Club. Phil lives in a man-made burrow on a roadside zoo located in Punxsutawney Pen. His burrow has a viewing window. Public can stop by and observe him every day of the year. He lives there with his wife, Phyllis. (laughs) (laughs) He's fed and cared for every day. He does not have to search for food in the winter months. He slows down, eats less, and hibernates just like any other groundhog. Roadside zoo, by the way, those are two words when you put them together. It's just, that sounds I know, it sounds very right. Hoosier. <laughs> on the up and up. Screams Hoosier. You're right. It's you know, Anybody looking for a band name, if you got some shoegazing kind of Roadside zoo. Yeah. Roadside zoo. It takes either. away from it a bit. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, the those St. Louis Zoo is a roadside zoo. St. Louis is a roadside zoo? The St. Louis Zoo is technically a roadside zoo. I thought you meant our city. Like, we're a roadside zoo. No. I know our zoo. Is a roadside zoo. It's on the side of the road. Yeah, but you know what you're imagining. I know. When you see roadside. Just zoo. think that. I'm imagining Doc Antle from uh, yeah. Tiger King. Well, I'm not, from I'm, Tiger King. Uh, what? No way. Not even yeah. something that big. I just I don't know. like I love animals, but you're sucking the fun out of some stuff here. Like, who's who's sitting at home? Like, no, I need this rodent to tell me about winter. I don't think anyone's like. It's just. It's a fun little thing from yesteryear that we're hanging on to that the whole coin flip thing is just so stupid to me just like you suck the fun just don't do it okay just get so rid of it all together okay yeah. so now we're gonna yeah but it's a do an ai groundhog some things it, can die we but, can let things die okay, okay. so ask, for, ask the people of punxsutawney who probably depend on all the tourism the, the you're going to kill the town. Buddy, the movie Groundhog Day has got that in the bag for them no, for the rest of you're time. You're going to kill the town in spite of the in spite of the, the groundhog. People want to go see where they filmed that movie and see where Bill Murray stood no. more than the groundhog. That place swells with with uh, groundhog gawkers on February second mm-hmm. every year. Groundhog money. All that groundhog money. It's the, the biggest public money. gathering groundhog in the country. Money. Yeah, you're taking you're gonna food shut out the town children's down. mouths. Yes, I Man. am. <sighs> I'm in PETA, guys. I'm out. I'm outed. I'm the president of PETA. Here's what's going to happen. Okay, fine. Well, let's release the groundhog, and he's going to be. He's not going to last three seconds out in the wild. You don't know that. He's going to be immediately snatched up by a hawk, and that's it. Yeah. Have you ever seen a groundhog? They're too big for hawks. They're I saw a hawk not. carrying a, a full-size deer. I saw that picture. <laughs> you saw that picture? Yes. No. Crazy. Show Crazy. me that photo. Show the photo. And I want to see it on Snopes, too. God dang it. Hang Hawk, on, man. I'm looking full-size up, deer. I'm, I'm looking up music You're done, out of your mind. done by Roadside Zoo. They're from Michigan. They're a funk rock band. Book them for t- the Riz. Funk rock Riz jam Riz band Live. pop. Roadside Zoo. What am I looking Roadside. up? What am I showing? Uh, a picture it's of what? like a hawk carrying a full-size deer. I yeah. mean, your, Phil ain't your cats are in minutes. captivity. No, they're not. They go outside. No, nah, dude. First of all, you can't say you're about PETA. P- PETA is about the liberation of all animals, including pets. That that Ooh. is like one of their. Like, oh. I liberate them di- twice a- daily. No, they go outside. No, that's not how it works. No, 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 no. Both ways. Listen to me. I was running the band practice last night, and there was a cat that got run over. I watched a dad scoop up a dead cat yesterday on my way to band practice in front of his kids. That cat was free. Terrible. It was awful. I know a couple people that have lost dogs to hawks. Here's a here's a here's an eagle. An eagle carrying a full size deer. No freaking way, Scott Rizzuto. That is a fake photo. No, it's not. Get out of here. Strong, dude. You're believing the you're believing everything you see on the internet right now. 
Uh, here's it's one taking coyotes. Video. It's on the internet. They wouldn't lie. Oh, here, here. Deer hunting <laughs> hawk hunts a deer. Okay, it's Boom. a baby deer. That's a, well, it's big as a what does groundhog. That's a juvenile. I mean, that's a deer, dude. Yeah, it's bigger than a groundhog. I'm not touching that thing. <sighs> yeah, Whatever, the, like, I'm just saying there's some things PETA does that hurts their cause overall. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, oh, here's yeah. here's one. So these these eagles or whatever. They have I, I good points. They will take these mountain mountain goats, even things and, and, and big old deer, uh, you know, these mountain deer, yeah. that they can't necessarily carry for long distances, but they'll grab them and throw them off cliffs. So then when they're oh, dead, then they so go down. Oh, so you want Pugs Tony Fell thrown off a cliff. Oh. I see where I this is I gone. I guess I do. You want a midsummer Pugs Tony Fell. I'm now, guys. I'm the president of your weird animal torture chamber. You guys heard it here first. Learn once to midsummer Pugs Tony Fell <laughs> off of a cliff. <laughs> Damn you all. And Man. then flip a dumb coin. Man, why do you got to put that back in my head? That's the scene I can't drop. What? That, that midsummer scene, dude, I can't drop it. I never right? saw the movie. It was one of the most well, impactful scenes I've ever spoiler seen. Spoiler alert. People got thrown off a cliff. Well, no. Groundhog. That's, that's not what happens <laughs> either. It's, uh, the Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. It's heavy, boy. That movie will stick with you. All right, Moon's got a uh, quick sports report after the break. Hey, this is Paul Stanley. And this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And you're listening to the original KISS Army member. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. You owe me 20 bucks now. Boom. All right, we got a couple minutes left. <clears throat> the Rizzuto Show. Sports. Then what do we got? Sports is brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen. Play, stay, dine at DraftKings at Casino Queen. Brandon Saad scored the game-winning goal for St. Louis with 48 seconds left in the third period. To add to his other goal on the night and beat the Calgary Flames 4-3. to three. And here's little, what that sounded like. Yeah. Here's Kerber on the call. Letty and Shen hold him into the wall with 60 seconds to go in regulation. It's coming loose to the near wing. Here's Pareko. Uh-huh. Passes ahead. Uh-huh. Side to the red. He's got the blue. Yeah. Shoots it. Score! There it is. Awesome. The Blues play in Vancouver tonight, as we talked to uh, Chris Kerber earlier about that. Uh, and then they finish up the road trip in Seattle on Friday. Late start tonight, 9 o'clock. So I will be finding out who won tomorrow morning. Uh, after Scott Rowland's, uh, uh, Scott Rowland's Cooperstown call last year, no former St. Louis Cardinals will make the National Baseball Hall of Fame in 2024. Voters ended up electing first baseman Todd Helton, catcher Joe Maurer, and third baseman uh, Adrian uh, Beltre to the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Cardinals had two candidates on this year's ballots. Do you guys remember who they were? Uh, Matt Holliday. Matt Holliday and Carlos Beltran. Uh, yeah. yeah, but Beltran got a ton of votes. I don't know why. He... Right. So, Holiday's off the ballot now. I'm confused Bel- on the Beltran. So Beltran saw his stock rise from uh, 46.5 in his first go-round last year to 57.1 this year, still short of the 75% needed for a Hall of Fame induction. Holiday appearing on the Hall of Fame ballot for the first time will no longer be eligible, so it's a one-and-done for him after this year because uh, he missed the minimum 5% threshold to stay on ballots. Matt Holliday only received four Hall of Fame votes overall, roughly 1% supports uh, from uh, all the voters. Man, his son, see his son is like a big prospect, Matt Holliday's kid. Really? Oh, yeah. How old is That's he? That's who he was coaching, uh, right? Like high school? Older. Yeah, but they showed like the Holiday house. He's mm-hmm. like the number one. Yeah. They showed like where he trains and stuff like that. Dude, what a facility Matt Holliday has at his place. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Like a giant like warehouse that's been converted into like a baseball training facility. Probably one of the big reasons he didn't want to stay here when he when he took that coaching gig. And he said like, that. He said that uh, after he thought about the bench coach job, that he felt like where his son was at in his career, he he could do better like there. He, well, he just said he felt like he needed to like be focusing on trying to help his son make it to the majors. I respect that. Or I think Jackson Holiday. It's a good. Good he's move. like the number one prospect in this nation. He's 20 years old. Yeah, he's stud. Okay, so Major League Baseball players uh, with 10 years of service are eligible for the Hall of Fame as soon as five years after their retirement. A player is required, to, like I said, to earn 75% of support or usually 300-plus votes among qualified voters to earn Hall of Fame status. Uh, we mentioned uh, Dwayne The Rocket Johnson showing up on a Monday Night Raw, and then he's going bigger. Now he's on the board of directors at TKO. It comes with $30 million in stock and full rights to his name, and I know that's a huge deal. We also mentioned before that they did a big deal with Netflix, and it will now be on Netflix, and the two companies reached a 10-year, $5 billion agreement yesterday to make it all happen. Both sides uh, in the statements said that they are thrilled. Raw debuted 93, currently airs on the USA Network, and is going to Netflix in 25. Football fans, go ahead. What you got? I was just going to say, didn't they just didn't they just force McMahon out? Did someone buy uh, WWE? No, he like gave it to his daughter. The UFC and the so WWE. He stepped down from the board, didn't he? They, yeah, because they kind of pushed a bunch him of trouble. out, though, right? No, no, he had a whole bunch of trouble, and he like said, I'm going to step down, but she's going to run it. And he gave it to so he's McMahon. still getting paid on this deal. I'm sure. Yeah. I think so, yeah, yeah. Uh, this season's Hard Knocks devoted plenty of time to recent marriage of Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill. After just a matter of weeks, that marriage is over. He just filed for divorce. Uh, football fans are throwing their support behind Tyler Bass with their wallets because tons of donations are flooding in for the Bills kicker charity after he missed the crucial field goal in Buffalo's playoff loss to the KC Chiefs. Did you see this? Yeah. So 26-year-old Bass, one of the best kickers in the league, was targeted with heavy criticism. Buffalo style, yeah. if you will. I after mean, what do you expect? Heavy, heavy criticism, death threats, death threats all, stuff. all sorts of stuff over the it's mishap. Crazy, man. Yeah, and um, that fundraiser, they were trying to get 50 grand and they just missed it barely. No, no, no. Uh, so he deactivated his social media accounts and all that. In true Bills, uh, Bills Mafia fashion, though, diehards are showing serious love. They were uh, doing $22 contributions, a nod to his number two jersey. Uh, to the 10 Lives Club, a cat rescue charity yeah, cat rescue. Yeah. that he has worked with for over years. Uh, I mean, for, for, for many years. Um, the organization has seen now more than $50,000. As of this morning, they just beat $50,000 awesome. uh, from Bills That's and stupid. Chiefs fans. The shelter also released a statement on social media. Uh, this we'll, guy's like, good for the cats. Yeah, yeah, good for the cats. I can't show I'll, my face. I'll disappear now. Thank you. Uh, I'm Moon, and that's your sports because doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. All right, one final break. We'll come back. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, Today's uh, wrap-up is sponsored by... Sponsored by Jack in the Box. Jack wraps a little bit of healthy, a little bit of indulgence, only at Jack. All right, don't forget, next Tuesday is Riz Show Night at the Blues Game. Get your tickets at 1057thepoint.com. Riz Show Live, March 2nd, over at the pageant. Yep. Presented by Yingling. Get your tickets Friday, officially on sale. Team Riz members, uh, watch the emails, okay? That's all yep. I'm saying. Uh, what is today's podcast title? Today's podcast title is On the Dip Tip Real Quick. All right. Oh. On the Dip Tip Real Quick. Yep. All right, what else? Um, I have uh, Can You Feel the Punk Tonight coming up May 11th. Uh, that's uh, the uh, the big Disney classics uh, done, you know, punk rock style by Punk Rock Machine. It's happening at the pageant. Two shows. Make sure you get your tickets now. Uh, also, the uh, Story of the Gear YouTube channel is going to have a, uh, which I just dropped another episode over the weekend, having another one come out tomorrow. So make sure you subscribe and check that out. Check out my socials and 
I am going to be at the pit party for Monster Jam this Saturday. The whole family's coming. I'm bringing the whole family. Nice. Everybody is so Which stoked. actually filled the dome. Yep. Oh, yeah. We got, our, we got our cups, our hats. I mean, we got all the merch already. We can't wait to get more merch. It is so much fun. If you haven't been down there and you're thinking about it, you got to come. It's really? a great It's a great ticket. Scott and I have been down there a, a bunch of times. Man, it's awesome. The, I've, I've seen the event. It's dude, fun. the pit party is so fun, too. You get the, you get the kids down there. You get to meet the drivers, see the trucks, like take pictures with, a, 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 you know, right on the track, on the dirt. It's so fun. That starts at 2.30. Uh, that is on Saturday. 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 Yeah, well, the, the, the show is Saturday and Sunday. I'll be down there on Saturday. I'll learn. Uh, my band is playing at the pageant on February 22nd. It's $10. It's the Celebration Day Soundcheck Party, Celebration Day, the local Led Zeppelin tribute. Uh, they're going to be doing a special event. Never done anything like this before. My band's never played the pageant stage, so I'm really excited. Oh, you're going to love it. I know. I'm so stoked. You can get tickets at thepageant.com. Scott. Yeah, make sure to get your tickets for uh, 2SG on ice. It's at the Festus <laughs> Arena. Mm. Uh, it's going to be pretty soon. So it's going to be awesome, man. So stay tuned. So stay tuned. Sequins. Follow that. Uh, it's coming up info. in July, right? That's, yeah, King Scott rules. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an outdoor. It's outdoors. It's outdoors in July. <laughs> outdoors on ice. Festus, it's going to be good. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots, St. Louis' home for blues hockey. From Hazelwood, Eddie Renaud is our teamers. Remember the day. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. You're best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.